Right, what is up? Welcome to Cheap Homegrown. We're growing with my fellow lads. We are three UK stoners, growers, and we are here um, to do a show. So, hello. All right, green beard, yeah. monkey. So, what up? How are we all doing? I'm good, mate. I'm good. You up so much? Uh, today, actually not, man. Grey, miserable weather, which I like. like just write the I day do, off. Yeah. It's nice like this. It's nice and cool. And that groom is like, ah, ha, ha, yeah. Like, not just not cooking. I'm not going out there thinking everything's dying every time I walk out there. <clears throat> I've just got some thick-ass, pungent aroma around me of this auto I've just chopped down. Mm. Just surrounded is... by it. It's beautiful. So no, you know, do that. GB, Monkey, Dan... What else we got? No. Yeah, man. Monkey had a question for us, actually, when we get involved with the questions. I've asked us some questions over at Percy's today. So if you've oh, cool, yeah. got some questions for us already. Yeah, we're just going to do questions and answers tonight, as uh, people, lads, a bit with me. Just uh, hello, hello, ask questions, and these two can answer why I make noises in the background like I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, yeah. Yo, GB. Yeah, so stick yeah, your answers in the in the chat if you have any. Yeah, if you can tag us as you do them, just because obviously when we're chatting, yeah. we can... Do you want to drop a little else. hello in the chat for them so they know who they're tagging at? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Let's do that. But a big thank you for Shane for hosting us again. It's, it's, right. me. it's been a little there while, but you know, it's nice to go back, get back to your home. Isn't it? Right. Oh, yeah, yeah it's bed. been a while, hasn't it, since we've been on here growing long, with man. my fellow lads. We've all been busy. We've all been suffering with corona. Not like actually with corona, but suffering with living life in the corona world. On the lockdown, you know what I'm man. saying? Lockdown, long-ass queues, no haircuts. We suffered. Oh, I still haven't had my beard sorted. <laughs> oh, no, the, like a werewolf, man. <laughs> the great pandemic of 2020 when no one could get Maccas. I got Maccas you know? today, mate. It was delivered as well. Oh, I heard the angels sing as I turned that up on. I see it Didn't sign. you just have Maccadies just like a few days ago as well? Yeah, but it was delivered, so it's different. All oh, right, right, different. Okay, don't judge, yeah, I'll get don't that. judge, don't judge. No, I'm not, I'm not, not judging. No, you're not judging, judging me, you do this a lot, actually. All right, yeah, sorry, delivered. I apologise for being judgmental <laughs> about you eating too much Mackey D's when the rest Mate, of us need been, it as well, Kino. It's been six months, I'm about two in a week. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're all going to binge on this shit now. We realise what we're missing. That's why they put the I cap on it. I had a couple of double cheeseburgers the other day. That was, oh, that was all right, that was. If I was going to sound, I bet it won't be as nice as like when you what you remember. But I tell you, it yeah, was. TW has uh, <laughs> TW has got a question right there for us. Let's go. Boxes or briefs? <laughs> 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 like really, that's his question, man. I don't know boxes, man. It's just you need room. Yeah, got to be comfy. Wasn't yeah, I've had boxes. to close my avatar this week. Oh, so, message attracted. Um, oh, who did boxes that? Boxes and all, man. Um, maybe he he's like watching two live streams at the same time, and he asked that question <laughs> in the wrong one. <laughs> Unlucky TW typo. <laughs> what's up, Canuck 710? No, it's like we kick it off with what's everyone growing at the moment, man. I haven't really been in yeah, diaries man. of late, so what are you two growing? I've got a purple punch right now that is just like fucking phenomenal. Is that your you know, it's clone? like I understand, yeah. Well, well, I took a clone from it, which is growing to the mum. But the original, you know, which are flowered, man, it's like you can see why they call call it purple punch. It, it's purple and it's bruised like it's been punched. This thing is so fucking purple. Mm. 
It's crazy, man. Loveliest rant I've ever grown. I've never had colours like that on a plant before. Yeah, you've got a lot of some colours. about you, Mo? Um, how long you got? Yeah, this is a two-hour show, so I'll just list a few. Um, I've got the new from Humboldt uh, Seed. I want to say organisation, but it's going to be company. I always get it the wrong way around. I got the new anyway in the LED grow off, and that's one I'm super excited about. And then brain damage from Grower's Choice because that's got some legendary breeding going on from uh, Casey Brains, right? some powerhouse get Richard D to elaborate further on this one I feel most UK growers don't help anyone but themselves to be fair Richard it's illegal here we have to keep it to ourselves and keep it personal so the fact that we only help ourselves is like part of it but the fact that I'm from the UK and so is Kino and we both run our own cannabis growers forum we help out a lot of people and we don't get anything in return for it we just do it off our own backs to help out the growing community. So maybe it's just the growers you've come across that are selfish and don't help out others, but there's plenty out there that do help out growers. You should check it. Check per season growing, mate. I think you'd be surprised. Yeah, definitely. Nothing but... uh, I think you get your niche in every hobby, though, don't you? Of people who who walk around with an ego thinking they can't tell anyone how they're the best. But Mm. we all grow together. Like, it's sharing knowledge that makes us grow together. Like, That's it, man. We all love weed and we all just want to see happy weed plants, whether they're ours or somebody else's. We just want to see them live and be nice and smell good and taste good. You know what I'm saying? We all just want to see happy plants and big old banging buds. Yes. And sticky buds, man, but we can't see them. You have to feel them. Oh, I, 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 can, I can share some sticky buds. Oh, yeah. you mentioned, <laughs> you've mentioned yeah, it right. now, man. No. Is, that, is it past watershed? Because this is dutty. Watershed doesn't exist anymore, man. It doesn't, does it, man? No. Remember that, the 10 o'clock watershed? Yeah. Nowadays, I don't give a fuck. I'm sure we've had this conversation before on one of the podcasts we've done about, you know, driving the kids to school and... Yeah. there'll be all sorts of horrific stories that shouldn't be spoken about in front of children on the news, on the fucking yeah. radio. You know, like when Jeffrey Epstein was uh, was suicided, I don't know how to put that right. Because, you know, when he was Epstein, because that seems the new term nowadays, <laughs> when he was Clinton-sided, right? That, that was all over the news and about the shit that he did. And it was on like eight o'clock in the morning when he was taking the kids to school. The West yeah, they asked questions, didn't they? You know... Talking about watershed, um, there's a name in chat that I'm already in love with. Moist flops. Like that that phrase alone should be like post watershed, but I'm already in love with it. <laughs> so, that would be a nice strain name. <laughs> moist flops. Like some oh, moist flops. <laughs> it's descriptive. I like it. Anyway, I think we did get a question there from we somebody did about autos and growing outside of both scrolling up what we got one oh, Well, we got this one from Anova. GR420, assuming I transplant my final pot, sorry, assuming I transplant into my final pot, what do you think the minimum amount of veg time is before I flip to flower? Sorry, where is it? I can't see the question. So, uh, like, it depends what you mean, really. I mean, you're transplanting, is that from seedling or is that from an already vegetated plant? You know, that's... that's oh, sorry, yeah. So, assuming I transplant into a final pot, what do you think the minimum... I mean, you, I mean, you, you two, I'd, I'd like to give them a week or two. If you're talking about, say, you're going from a starter pot to a 10-litre pot, if you're going and you want to flip them straight away, you want to give them a couple of weeks. But I normally wait until their, their roots are coming out the bottom of the pot, and that's when you can start flooding the feed for it. If you're in cocoa, if you're in salt, different, obviously, I'm a cocoa grower. That's when 
I can start, you know, really getting some decent runoff off of that and not being used, wasting it or getting build up. So that's when I'll, I'll give it a week or two. But I mean, you can. I mean, it, you know, if you look at uh, the fact that an auto in, in a giant pot would not have fully rooted the pot before it goes into flower. So it goes against that argument. But um, yeah, I'm a firm believer in the better the veg, um, uh, the better the flower. And that's obviously a bit of a, uh, an easy one to say. But I see two people flip far too early these days. The extra two weeks will give you so much more come the end of flower. The extra, you know, instead of trying to rush, you'll get excited. Everyone hits that flip button. But uh, don't rush veg. Give them plenty of time. Get them into the perfect shape. And if you've potted up, give it a week or at least at least a week. But I'd go two weeks. Yeah, man, I gotta agree. Like, if you're looking at settling a plant in before you flip it, you definitely want to give it that time to get comfortable in its new root space, start filling itself out. Mm. But if you're asking how long between final pot and flip, then it's kind of like how long's a pizza string. It kind of really depends on how well your your veg is going at the time, how big that final pot is compared to the the starter pot that you go into. But that a good week or two settling into a final pot if you're going up in regular stages sounds about right but on that note I'll just say we've, we've obviously we've got a sponsor at our farm and it's not just what I'm saying it for that reason but normally you would expect when you're potting up from a starter pot especially if a plant's established into that starter pot a slight lull before it explodes and I've that dynamico stuff on the forum GMO and I used that and they didn't stop and they haven't stopped since potting up so that, that was that's really impressed me as something to use. I know that's more in America. It is in the UK now. I know a lot of listeners will be American, but that that's that them plants didn't settle in. They just went mental and they've kept going mental. In fact, I didn't think I'd be able to flip um, in my time frame. I didn't think I'd fill the net, and I'm actually probably going to overfill the net now. And that was not expected. So you can use you, you've not said saying that, but like you can use products to help that. No, there's, there's different products out there that will help set yeah, the man. plant a bit faster. Traditionally, um, if you were to do a foliar with uh, canna, uh, riz, oh, fuck, man, it's been so long. What, what is it? Rizonic? Rizo, Rizotonic? I've never been able to pronounce it. I'll call it Rizo. Rizotonic, man. <laughs> Rizotonic. There we go. Rizotonic. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I assume it is with the RH, like rhino. Yeah, I, I think you're absolutely right, Mike. But that's there to encourage the roots and help um, deal with the stress of transplant and stuff. So there, it's there's shit too. Yeah, there's definitely things out there you can use. I, I only use, um, mentioned Rizzo because it's like that was the first one. I was like, if I spray that before I do a transplant, they just kind of they take it in without any effort. If I'm gentle during transplant as well, then sometimes they just really don't notice. But using a product like a root and powder or that um, Dynamico is yeah, shit hot to keep it flowing. Hey, did you know the, the that Rizzo is the, it's the daddy? It's the daddy as far from what I've used as far as a liquid um it's a very good cover all man you can yeah, use it for I'm so saying, many things that it almost button. justifies its cost but yeah almost but when you're doing almost like, say, <laughs> definitely four, almost <laughs> four or eight plants and you you know if you're in cocoa and you're having to do like four liters for a for a like 15 liter pot then it's just astronomical money so that's that's why i don't use it no more but yeah that stuff is an all-rounder as gmo is the perfect way to put it there Somebody said uh, Richard Bush D just saying there. He says that he asked for, for Percy's help five months back, and he got no reply. Where? Yeah, uh, Percy's. 
You know, we're, we're one of the most responsive forums going, man. It's like, once you ask a question, it's rare that you'd wait for half an hour to get an answer on it. You know, it's like, maybe you didn't post in the forum, maybe you're posting on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or one of the many millions of social networks we've got. And we can't keep track of them all, mate. So if I miss you, I apologize. But the best place to come for help is directly on the forum and not the social networks, because you can't keep control of everything. If you need help, then persysgrown.com or growing420.com you know go directly to the forum instead of social networks that's social the best way to get your answers it's a nightmare you get too many people yeah, you see, asked on Instagram I, I don't even go on Instagram mate yeah. no <laughs> thing is sorry man is, I won't see you there you go to a forum and they're old school forums they're not Instagram it's not one one button wonders anymore on all your forums like it is with some of the social medias but the thing is is you can get everyone give you input but you can't really see who's giving you input you can see a few plants in their profile a forum you yeah, can see yeah, diaries yeah. you can see what they've done you, you can follow their their path as a grower from the day they joined the farm to where they are now so you, you know who you're listening to so it really is important i think especially new growers you know it just i've seen so many people like you got someone get asked a question someone gives them advice you look at the person giving advice and they've got like two autos in their back garden and it's their first grow so they're not doing anything indoor they've just read a couple of articles online they want to look like smart on instagram it's a dangerous place social media all that man yeah, it is definitely, man, definitely. And it's a, it's a horrible place as well. I mean, at Percy's, it's such a nice environment. And, and you know, and same for 420, well, we've just got nice people who just want to help each other out. And on the social networks, it's different, man. It's everybody wants to be the best. Well, well, you go to a forum for help, man. You go onto social media to show off. So it's yeah, like you yeah, only definitely. see good stuff on yeah. social media. But if you really want nitty-gritty help where people are going to show warts and all, Farm's a place to be because that's where you actually learn how shit went wrong, how they sorted it. Not look how pretty this strain is, and it's always number one because that's just bullshit at the end of the day. Like they just want to be something that they're creating. Like they're not showing you the truth of what's going on. A social network all over. Yo, hold on a second. Let's do a countdown. Ready? Right, smash that like button. Smash that like button. You ready? Three. Two, one. Did you like my exaggerated Americano voice? You done well. <laughs> so, thank you, thank you. Practicing every day, vocal warm ups and shit. Smash it. But I ain't even hit it yet. I'm gonna hit it as well. Here we go. Here we go. Wow, that's mine. Thank you, was, everybody. Thank I you. I was saying advance. before the show, I, I should do some bongs with my little vocal warm up. No, get nice <laughs> and croaky. No. It is. I knew you're going as we're waiting to go live. <laughs> in the background, like you're trying to measure voice up before we go on. But, um, but on social media, I'll call them leaf pickers because, like, you can almost see sometimes where they pick out the yellow, <laughs> That's the yellow genius, leaves. You know, I like open, it, leaf pickers. You can almost see the shape of the plant. If you look real close, you can see, like, where they pick the yellow <laughs> leaves take out. The shit ones off. <laughs> before the picture's been taken. <laughs> <laughs> That's quality. That is it. You need to coin that term, man. Yeah, yeah man. That's yours now, Kino. Copyright that one, man. But it's yeah, in a forum. No, we can't shit. hide that because you see my shit grows from start to finish. Well, so this is kind of it, man. Um, you get growers who have a better eye than you and they know something's going south and they kind of, don't get me wrong, it's not like they co let you coast into a wall if you don't know any better. But once you get established on a forum, you, you make mistakes through compla complacency. And there are always somebody who spots something before you do and on on some of these threads you get called out and it's like without that help from an older eye you wouldn't have sorted it before it was an issue like yeah. but yeah I've got I, a lot of people say to me saying like you, you looked at that like they say it like a gentle reminder 
I look at my, oh yeah, that's going wrong. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Who exactly. You? Okay, bag. <laughs> yeah, I mean, after, I mean, uh, it's kind of hard to sound like I'm being grading of forum users, but after a mentorship, there's usually a grow or two where members will watch how they've progressed through their mentorship and what they've taken on. So they don't give them too many nudges, but they might mention a color or say, oh, that's looking good, but not mention what they don't, what's looking so bad, if that makes sense. Yeah. So they're given a lot more room to grow, I feel, when you're on a, on a forum. Like, yeah. We know when it gets to the point where it's going to become a problem. You know, it's, it's like everybody gets problems with their plants, man. You get a bit of little yellow here and there, you know. It's good to know... Yeah, it'll fix itself in a few days, you know. You know, and that's what you'd get on a forum. On a on Facebook, I think everybody would just be like, "No, it's Calmag," or like Calmag efficiency. Calmag is an actual problem. It's not. You see this a lot. People say, "Oh, it must be Calmag as a joke." Like, must be Calmag. Give it Calmag. But Calmag is needed by cannabis plants. You know, it's not like crazy to say that. It will darken them up. So no matter what the problem is, if if you give it to them, do it properly, it's going to darken them up. It looks like it's fixing most issues, but often if it isn't, that issue just sort of comes back through the darkening four days, five days later. So it is, it's just a dangerous one, Cam. It's why I try and go to everything else in my head. And I'm just looking at a plant, it's process of elimination. So what has the plant had that it hasn't had? So, that, yeah. you know, and I will not say cow maggot until I've gone through everything else because it will make the plant look better, man. So it, it's, a, it's a bit of a strange one, cow mag, because it will fix just about any issue. Or look to fix it is the right way to say it, even though it's not actually doing it. Because your plants it just gives the plants up. more energy, really, doesn't it? It's yeah. able to process the food better. It's I always funny. like to give a spray of Epsom salts at like you know, yeah, mate. That's about that's four or five weeks into veg. If you give yeah. it a spray of Epsom salts and it helps it'll break everything down and keep the juices flowing inside the plant, I think, and it always makes my plants look better and keep them healthier. It, that's yeah. my, my way that I use cow mag. I've got a slightly heavy. Uh, background, so there's a, quite a lot of shit in my, my yeah, so there's lots of calcium for you. So, anyway. but what I'll do is, is to so about as soon as they start to show, which they will, about three four weeks in veg, I'll give them a spray of Epsom salts, and then then I will do the same thing two weeks before and two weeks after flip. But I'll also for them two days, for two days, I'll feed them 0.5 mil per litre cow mag, and I will give them the Epsom foot uh salt yeah. fix on day two, and it just loads them up. I like, even like yeah. by the, the second one in flour on two week of flour. It'll burn the tips, but I know it's that burning the tips, but they are loaded because it's nothing mm. worse than trying to fix a real bad calcium or magnesium deficiency in heavy flour. That's, that's right, man. Yeah, it's, it's a good way, and it just get it loaded up, and then it shouldn't need much more throughout the rest of the grow. Mm. So we've just got uh, no. mama's coming, Ollie's coming, point five's in. I Ask think it's an interesting in point because I've been trying to find uh, a calcium content for cannabis leaves after after it's. Um, taken off the plant like nutritionally they look at a lot of other stuff but it's real hard to find like calcium nitrogen like specific values to weight surprisingly like calcium's kind of high for cannabis leaves so the idea uh, what, that you, you can, what do you mean i don't know what you mean right here what are you saying as in if you were to uh, use cannabis leaf as a nutrient or as a food so for how much right or yourself like um to about the same like labels on like tesco sandwich that tells you the content pretty the much um yeah. it, 
the thing is, there's a lot more research into the food side of using cannabis leaves than there is into like using it as a nutrient. And we don't really look at nitrogen as a, a compound when you're looking at food. Right? You kind of look at fats, proteins, and then your minerals. So it's kind of established that we've got high calcium in the leaves, but doesn't necessarily mean there's high nitrogen. It's just an interesting kind of lead on to where you were going with you need yeah, a lot more it? calcium in the leaves than potentially nitrogen you would. Yeah. I think part, I've, it, I've read somewhere, I think 4% of the plant matter is uh, calcium. It's, Which doesn't it's seem a like a lot, but it's, it's high compared. Yeah, to, man. What is that, nitrogen? See, I don't know. I get these things mixed up because I'm stone. It's in one of the guides on Percy's, man. I wrote it, but, you know, numbers get mixed up. Do you forget stuff, didn't you? Wipe the so many out. Yeah. Oh. You know what it's like, Kino. You know what it's like. Right, I need some questions, man. This one from Monkey Outdoor. Okay, we'll go for that one and then we'll do the one from Monkey After. No, it was just uh, uh, if uh, doing outdoor uh, autos outside, I saw a question about um, if anyone had any input because it was his first outdoor grown. I've grown one little outdoors and it was a terrible summer and white was like beautiful colours on it, purple and pinks. It done about seven grams. It was more aphid matter on it than there was blood. So <laughs> I've not really had much out, um, outside experience with photos, no. Uh, I checked my outdoor photos today and two of them are dead and two of them are wilting. Oh, no. So, But that that's what I get for not checking them for two weeks. So It's just, if you're UK, it's very, it's not on the set. If you know what you're doing, it's different. If you're like proper into it, you want to properly, as I say with any form of growing, just research, research, research. The information's out there. If you know what you're doing and you really want it, and that's the only way you can grow and you really want to do it, you can do it. But if you're just going to half-ass it in the UK, because look at the summer out there now. You know, this, this is this is a prime example of why you get rotten, you know, you don't get the amount of sun that you need some years. It's just a headache trying to grow. Yeah. It's not reliable enough in the UK. It's not. You can't. You couldn't rely on that as like to keep you. Uh, don't wrong. If you get a good year, you're going to do like you see these pound plants. You know, like a couple of mm. kilos on a plant. But and then how many people are going to see that pound plant outside? And you're going to get arrested. Have or some or with the stolen. Or, you know, it's That's just too I mean. hard. Yeah, it's not for me. But there are there are some people that do it very well. And autos is probably mm. the way to go with with outdoor. I think. But I liked uh, Mackie's fiber advice for choosing a spot. Hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. To drop a drop a fiber in a place, come back a week later if the fiber's still there. Then yeah, make it like that. Real spot, right? That that's oh. like literally the most reliable one I've heard. Like, <laughs> thing is, we're on an island with like 80, 70, 80 million people. There's not many places unless you're going to drive. How many people live where you live, Kino? Hmm? On my island, 70, 80 million. <laughs> I thought you meant like in your city or something. I was like, that, that's like all of the UK. <laughs> we'll come there's still lots of space accent, here mate. man you can you can drive out somewhere and find somewhere yeah. nice yeah that's what i'm saying but you've got to go a long way but then you've got to go out yeah. a long way every day to water it in the, in the yeah, hottest you know, days oh, that's the pain in the ass it just can't be done unless you've got your own plot of land that's big enough oh. and who's got that in the uk yeah, someone in chat was spying up their garden after they showed me that i won't say anything but i might be going over there to uh put a few autos out <laughs> you've got a nice uh, big garden yeah, green beard over at Mercer's. He's got a little, he's got like a little lake or something, and he's got yeah, an yeah. island in the middle of it. So he's going to put some autos on that over the summertime. 
Well, so am I. I'm going over there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yo, drop a couple of these here for me, will you, mate? I've got a few hundred autos in his back. He went out and bought himself a kayak and shit so he could get over there. Oh, this nice, crazy. man. That's crazy. Cool. How nice would that be, though, on your own property? Mate? You know, go over there, chill on the little island for a bit, smoke a battery, bro. Quality. Sat in your own little forest, man. That's banging. All right, monkey's question, because monkey's been waiting. I'm just yeah. clicking it now. Throw it out, man. I'll read it exactly. Okay, I'm here. All right, here's a question for the panel. Just scroll too far down. <laughs> what is the nutrient needs? Oh and the chat box pops up on blocks, so I'm fucking trying to read. Hold on. What is the nutrient needs for plants grown in cocoa at each phase of the growth? I'm basically looking for something like three separate lines on a chart as uh, time progresses. Not looking at only veg and bloom, but break that down to early, mid and late of each and include other times if they are significant. It's just something I've noticed with all new cocoa <laughs> Myself included, struggling to understand. Values vary with strain, but just a rough outline of what the average is and what I should expect to see. This should provide a little discussion for the three different cocoa growers. So there we go. What food do you use and when and why? Pretty much. I've gone back to basics, man. My plants are mm -hmm. seeing Dynamico because we're obviously doing it for new sponsor. We're trying it out on there. Um, but I'm A and B through veg now. I don't use no silicon, no roots, tin, no nothing. And I think my last grow was probably my best looking, smelling, everything grow I've ever done. Um so as a timescale feed-wise, I don't know the ratio side of it, if you want to go right into the scientific, technical side with what's in my feeds, but something like can of cocoa A and B is obviously a base, really good base. I recommend that to anyone for cocoa, and I would do, I'm just using A and B. And I honestly recommend anyone do this because it's amazing the amount of money that you can start throwing at a cocoa grow. And I haven't done it for money. I've done it because I dropped roots in because I noticed that there was a slight difference and I was doing better. In, um, without it for four days on, four days off. And then I thought, silicon seems to give me problems. So I was just left with A and B. Obviously, I would use PKs and flour um, along with the A and B, but that's it really. I do use, I use a, 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 a product called Rocks Resonator and that's um, got a low ratio PK, but I use it for that reason. So you know, as far as flour goes, again, base nutrients are very important. You've got to have them. And I go for a higher ratio PK, 13, 14 for the first, from day one of flour to week two or three. Then I'll drop it down to a low ratio PK right through. So it's pretty simple. I'm, I'm about as basic as you can get on um, feed now, and it's the best mm. I've ever grown. So if that was what you was, that's from me. I don't know if that's what you meant. What are you saying, GMO? Is he gone? Uh, we, were were you talking specifically flowering time, like flowering period? No, like throughout no, the whole, whole grow, thing, man. What would you do in a cocoa grow from start to finish? What do you use? Ah, yeah, so I'm very similar to Kino in respects to, to veg. Like, I'm only using A and B, like, really. Um, occasionally, I'll give, uh, if I've got a massive problem, like, I, I use a, a nettle extract booster. It's just, like, an overall, in, like, uh, invigorator, basically. Um, but it's only if they're kind of struggling to uptake stuff. Um through flour though i find using pk on top of my base nutrients from flip encourages flour a bit faster yeah. but i usually drop it out once they start going into kind of true flour because i don't f i find it causes more lockout issues with the rest of the nutrients if i use it for the duration 
the ageism as well the high ratio peak i find it ages of plants yeah man you start getting kind of oranging hairs before you really need to they could thicken out and really become more um, yeah it's because the phosphorus burns the pistols don't it i think that's exactly i think that's exactly it man um so again i I find dropping it out until about six weeks into flower ish uh, and then i usually go back in with a heavier pk um instead of 13 14 that i use at the start i use a a 2133 but it's also got uh, a chloride in it which does some cleaning and it also feeds if you're doing a full cycle so um yeah i find going in at six weeks with an additional pk is when you're actually getting the flower development so the bulking out so that's again when they need more flattering boosters rather than just growing see i'm similar but a little different with timings because I, I just use canna nowadays, A and B all the way through the grow. You know, start off smaller as their seedlings and then bring it up a little bit in veg. But when they're properly, you know, where they're fully sized plants, then I don't really adjust the EC of the A and B any further throughout the rest of the grow. That sort of stays the same. The only thing that changes is when the flowers start to form, I'll keep it. I add silicon, yeah, and bud the trees, solar, solar green, I think it's called. You know them nutrients i had them from like week three and i'll stop that at about week five into flower but that that carries on all the way through there just a, a small dosage nothing massive a little bit of p uh calmag here and there because i grow under intense leds so i like to make sure that there's enough calcium for the plants and then pk in flower when flowers start to form about two weeks after you know i wait for the hairs to come when flowers really start to form when they're crowning when they start, you know, you look at the top and it looks like a small bud. That's when I start adding my PK. You know, gradually increase it and then just go until about two weeks near, near the end. Start slowing everything down and flush it. That's about it. Nice and easy. I use um, EcoFrive for my root stem. That's a microbe tea, it's called. It's good shit. And it's also good for a pH up as well. You know, if you go just that little bit too far and you're like 5.6, when you do your pH, and if you just put a couple of scoops of the uh, EcoFrive in, then it brings it back up without having to use P- pH up. So that works well for me as well. Uh, which one's that? Um, biosis, <clears throat> neutralizer? Yeah, charger. biosis, microbe tea. Okay. okay, sorry. Yeah, cool. Yeah, it's good shit. And I've used that for a good few grows now. You know, it's something that it, you, you know what it's like when you pick something up and you're like, yeah, man, it's, it's all right. This shit is. Then you sort of just add it to the grow. It's like what happened with the Buddhist tree. I use that and it just makes the plants healthier. It gives them a nice green glow. They recover from stress faster. It seems like they eat more. You know, it just it just speeds everything up, I think. I used not to like the plant's life cycle, but well, just the whole process. Like a teaspoon of, of that into the, uh, a litre of cocoa when I was starting plants. And of the re- uh, biosis? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Like dry yeah, mix it into the cocoa and then because mm-hmm. I don't water to like run off when they're young i kind of just water them until i think they're moist it just really seemed to encourage the roots to go searching out because yeah well it's all loaded with goodies in it it's just a microbe yeah, tea, yeah. i think it's like 21 different microbes in there 21 or 22 beast it's good shit but you, you know it's, as it as the grow goes on in cocoa you don't really need them microbes hanging around it seems a bit uh redundant to be using it you know i like to Both. use it early on when there's not a lot of salts in the nutrients 
because that won't affect the microbes so badly. But the more salts that are in the nutrients, the harder it's going to be for the microbes to thrive. So it's just, it doesn't seem like there's any point in using it once you start getting to fully formed plants. It's not saying you're, not change the subject, back to your PCAD where you use it. You, you should try going from day one of Flip. I guarantee oh, you. Yeah, I've tried difference. it, mate. Oh, you yeah, have tried I've it, yeah. Loads of, yeah, I've done loads of things in the past. Yeah. It just seems to work better for me that way. I prefer it that way. That's what it, it works, mate. Stretch the day, on the yeah. controls to some extent as well. Not, not on my last one. Uh, stretch, take it off my <laughs> fucking life on the last one. We've discussed that. I mean, <laughs> the fucking lights, man. It's like Jit Roki's yeah. doing in that LED. I need a fucking three meter tent for this one. Shit. You start Sorry. forgetting that it's not three, like two times stretch of the whole plant, and you focus on just the bit that you're looking at. And it's like, oh, if that stretches three times, I'll be fine. Like, Holy shit, man, it's popping out the chimney now. Mm. <laughs> you know, but... and the longer the veg, that's when it really gets you. And if you're doing a real low scrog, it ain't going to do like, if you've got a plant that's, say, four foot wide, but it's like, the scrog's eight inches high, you know, it doesn't mean it's going to grow like, 16 inches tall. It's probably going to go fucking three foot, as I do with the Asian orange. So it's all relative, man. No, I just trimmed it at the wrong time. I think that's what caused it. Mm. You know, I trimmed too early. It was still in stretch when I trimmed, and that encourages the regenerative growth. You know what word I mean, right? I'm not going to try and pronounce it. I agree. I, <laughs> no, I don't have to pronounce it. Just say yes. Regenerative, regenerative, close enough. But you know, we, you know, fuck it. I'll get Google to fucking you know, type it in here and speak. That were anyway. The stretch. If you cut too soon, then that can be encouraged to go further because at that stage, the plant's trying to grow the stems and the leaves to make sure it's got enough to push itself through flower. And if you take it off too soon, then it encourages itself to grow more, so it'll stretch more and grow more leaf and shit. So I wait until flowers come along, then do a big lollipop and give them the proper food they need. Yeah. This is a good one from Grumpy. What do you guys think of flushing? Because know. this is a controversial one. You know, it's, it's some people swear by a two-week flush and some people are like, nah, flush, fuck it. You don't need no flush, man. Chop it down. It's all converted by the plant and it's a certain kind of nutrient when it's in the plant, then it's when it's in the soil. I don't know. It's, it, it's yeah. one of these arguments that doesn't seem to have a proper answer yet. No, it don't. I mean, I fly. I'll do them in flower flush just because I talk that way, and it just makes sense to me because it saves, in my head, any chance of lockout. But I also do real heavy feed. I spoke about the amount that I feed in cocoa. Once roots are at the bottom of the pot, I'm throwing four liters for a pot because I'm, I'm fl mini flush the whole time. So do I need a mid flower flush? But as for flush at the end of a grow, I've really started to sort of taper off the feed now. I used to just go full feed to week eight, stop, flush two weeks, chop. But I've started to really taper feed off now i'm starting to i'd say that i don't need a two week i don't think i need a 10 day flush by what i've been yeah. doing now so i'm definitely starting to change my mind from what i was taught but i've always been yeah. always done two weeks always two fourteen. three days. weeks flush for uk sif man that's too long mate them last few weeks of the grow is where the plant needs loads of food to fill itself out that's when the flowers are really gaining the weight man you need to feed the fuck out of it at that stage it depends on what medium you're in as well and how overfed the plant is, how much salt is in the plant in the first place. You know, does it look overfed? Is it out of excess? Does it look underfed? You know, it's really you've got to judge it yourself. A, a good way to tell whether it's got too much salt in it or not is uh, break off one of the leaves and taste the water that comes out of it. And if it tastes clean, then obviously all the salts have been removed. But if it's bitter, you know, a little bit of taste to it, then there's obviously salts in it, so it needs a longer flush. But some people don't 
say they need to flush at all. You're fine yeah, to just chop people. I've done that before. I've, I've chopped plants that. down with no flush. And realistically, there's no massive difference in, in the result. You, I don't notice which one's been flushed and which one hasn't. GMO probably a bit more. Yeah, I, I was letting you have words. your fun. I was letting you have your fun. Yeah, you're gonna come and make you stupid <laughs> with big words, aren't you? No, man. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll try. I'll, I'll do my best. Um, when yeah, you taste, start... it, taste the water coming out the leaf, my. You know, there's a, when you break the leaf off, there'll be a little bit of moisture coming out at the end of it. Just taste that. Now I'll tell you whether there's too much salt in it or not. So what are you saying, Jim? Uh, um, sorry, I got distracted by something. Um, I can't even remember what I was going to say, man. What are we talking about? Flushing. 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 Um, and how did you end? Because I was going to say something about how you finished. I was just saying about the fact that I'm starting to notice that I, I taper off now. And I'm, I'm not really seeing much difference. I used to do two weeks now, eight days, and I think that's going to reduce on this road, to be honest. Sweet. Yeah. Okay. I think I've remembered. Right. Um, yeah. There's something happens in the roots, basically, when you shock them towards the end and they start converting sugars into carbohydrates or vice versa just because you've shocked the shit out of them and they think the end of the world's coming but that process is going to happen after you chop anyway so it's kind of like you you might bring on curing sweeter bud sooner but it's only a couple of days difference between that sweetness in curing it in the jars or do you exchange that for the potential, I don't know, 0.2 more grams per watt by feeding them for a little bit longer? That's interesting way to look at it. Because you are, I mean, end of flowers when it's bulking out. I mean, I've seen plants still bulking out week nine, you know, into week 10 when I've gone for like, I took the exo an extra few weeks. So you, you're feeding it, it's still going to bulk out and there isn't much difference and we are all probably losing. Return flush is half the issue, man. If if we're talking flush, then it usually means you've got an excess and you're sorting that out. If you're talking mm. about when you're coming to the end of the plant's life, then you really need to define what medium you're in, what your intention is for that medium after you grow, like what you've been fertilizing with, what the condition of your plant is. There's Thank you. Like, like Mackie said, factors really come at the end of a grow. Oh, someone's grunting. Oh, apple juice, yo. He was getting beaten up. Apple and mango juice, yo. You see, because I'm not going to McDonald's. I'm trying this, like, this healthy shit. You'll be it's back at McDonald's, mate. You'll be back outside KFC screaming at people like you always are in no time. Don't, <laughs> don't come at me with your fucking vegan food. I don't right? scream at people. I have rational discussions about my poor experience of customer service. God damn, I'm a rational person. They have on their signs, look, you're kicking. You're making me kick off, man, look. <laughs> they have signs outside their shop saying they have caramel waffle. I show up there numerous times and ask for caramel waffle and they don't have it. What would you do, Kino? What would you do? Would you be like, that's all right. I'm a pussy and I'll go home and come back next time and have no caramel waffle. Is that what you'd do, Kino? No, you'd kick off just like I did, man. No, I'll do the British thing. I'll be like, oh, okay, don't worry about it. And as I drive off, scream and shout at myself in the car on the way home. Nah, I don't know. Strongly worded I try that and I find myself <laughs> doing laps and going back there so I can say what I said to myself, to the person who ain't serving my car while I'm drinking. And then I'm wasting time, petrol and money and blood pressure, mate. That's going to take a couple of years off my life. So I might as well just do it right there and then and tell them motherfuckers, when I come to this yeah. door again, I want my caramel waffle drink. You understand me? 
and then you know the only way home you get pulled over and it, it, you know you're a little bit threatening with the tone you used <laughs> I'm not really that bad. I mean, it's been a while since I've had a camel waffle drink now, and it is getting a little bit, you know, murdery. I want a fucking want one. <laughs> so I was like, today, I don't know if get a hamburger or cheese. I've got a hamburger and a cheeseburger with my meal from McDonald's, man. It's just been too long since I've gorged on dirty food. A ham and cheeseburger. No, um, you just like li- lift up that top bit of bun from the cheeseburger, stick the hamburger in it, and the bun back on top. Done. Oh, do you know what yes. I did? Remember after that last podcast we did? I was battered. I all smashed <laughs> me up. Yeah, I did. I did what I said. I got two cheeseburgers, a microwave, and I made a mini Big Mac out two cheeseburgers. And I sat there at like one in the morning. Hold on a second. Dribbling. Moist flops. <laughs> As we're a little bit confused, we're kicking off over waffles. No moist flops. These are not waffles, man. This is, this is waffles inside like ice cream with caramel flavoring and toffee. And then it's all mixed up and it tastes like popcorn from the cinema mixed with ice cream and shit. Oh, man, man, go KFC and see if they've got caramel waffle drinks. Give them three chances. All right, because they might not have it the first and second time, but on the third time, they better have it. And if they don't, then you're allowed to kick off, man. It's in the fucking terms and conditions. Ready online. <laughs> yeah, just stay away from KFC if you're in anywhere where they talk like Maggie. You'll be all right. <laughs> no violence. The kids are not going to see anyone getting smashed up. Over a caramel waffle drink. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's because I'm addicted to sugar. That's all it is. This is what happens. You know, I need sugar and you're not providing it to me. So I'm angry. You see, I've sacrificed, like, if we're going right off topic, but I've sacrificed my fast food with like Coca Cola. I do. I drink like a litre a day at the moment because yeah, that's just shit. Food, man. It is. Right, let's get some client questions going because we're going to go fast food again. Who is it up on food? Uh, Mike mentioned what's the longest flower and strain that anyone's seen? Silver Silver Hay, 16 fucking weeks, man. Ridiculous. Yeah. Sitting in my collection for like three years and I can't the pop Grimm's it because like I ain't 20, flowering yeah. for 16 weeks. I don't know. Is that how long? What's that, Grinspoon? Dr. Grinspoon? Uh, Dr. Grinspoon, sorry. No. That's long, man. 20 really, months. 20 weeks? I, I'm, I think it was 20 weeks, the old original, man. That's madness, man. I want veg to plant for that long, but not flower it. Jesus. I don't count veg no. anymore. It's depressing when I think about how old plants are sometimes. It is, because you know, in your head, like, you all do it a massive night. Yeah, 16 weeks, I'll be chucked. No, you're not. Don't be silly. It's like 22, <laughs> 24 weeks, isn't it? Yeah, you're telling yeah. yourself, that was 16 weeks ago, but no, it weren't. You started that in, like, Christmas, and you're finishing it up in summer. <laughs> But Acapulco gold, 22 weeks. Fuck. 22 weeks? You imagine what? having a lockout issue somewhere along the line there. You'd just be like, far oh, man, this I got no. weeks of this left. Like no end in sight. That's what what no so, you know, 22 weeks for buds to get onto your flowers is risky, man. <laughs> this is what I say about UK growers, man. This is why it don't work for me. Because you got it's too long for something to go wrong. You know, yeah. and too long to, you know, it's Jesus Christ. It's not like it's not about turning over, like, grow, 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 like loads of grows. But imagine that. You're talking like you probably get one done a year by the time you've germinated just over two a two every two a two a year. And Jesus, man, you, you get in serious trouble for that shit. No. You know, once you, you start looking over 10 weeks, then I start yeah. getting put off by that. You know, anything longer than 10 weeks, flour is a bit much, man. Just oh, 12 is the very maximum. I won't go any further than 12. Yeah, and, and that's from when I see flowers as well. That's not like from when I flip to 12 12. That's when I first start seeing flowers. Mark out from day one now, man. 
from like day that's what I do. I put I, I treat I literally go from veg lighting to flower lighting, veg newts to flower newts. Start the countdown, man. Done. So my ten weeks would be what eight to you probably. Yeah. Around that. Eight or nine. <clears throat> Depends how quick the flowers come in. It usually takes about seven days. Yeah. Uh, seven to ten days, and then I'll be changing everything over. It's just, you know, the way I see it, you know, I like to think about it myself, really. It's like when you change the light, the plant needs to build up a certain amount of the hormone that encourages it to flower. And that's mm. going to take a few days itself. So necessarily, it's still in veg, you know, and of then course. it will reach the regenerative growth after that, where it needs a lot of nitrogen to build everything it needs throughout the stretch. That's, that's, I, I do load up heavy in the end of veg, and that's what the, also mm. the cow magnet right, right. thoughts are about. So I'm loaded up. But when it's producing them hormones, I want everything available to it. Do you know what I mean? I want it available. Yeah. So the minute yeah. that it needs them hormones, they're going through it. Because it's not going to use what it doesn't need. So first one, two, three days, it's just I'm not using what I'm throwing through it. But yeah, it's, um, so I was watching the screen spinning. Is everyone, it's artwork anyway. Yeah. Yeah, so my screen's spinning on the YouTube chat. So I'll keep going quiet for you. Oh, God, it's gone. You've ruined it. <laughs> your screen's black for some reason, Keith. Yeah, you haven't chucked your video on this week, man. Hmm? Yeah. Your screen's forgot, black, you know. You forgot to cover your lens or something. Don't want to show us your face this week. Mate, the beard. Jesus Christ, you don't want to see it. No, you know, it was. I just, just put the white tack on, man. But I took the white tack off, like, completely melting on the Friday night one. Now, lucky enough, I wasn't talking at the time, but that's how bad I was. If you listen to the Friday night hangout we've done, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was in trouble, man. <laughs> so I just remember like playing with the white tag and I see my face come up on the on the Zoom screen, not on the video, but it was like, yeah, it's just time for me to just go quiet for a minute. So yeah. Right. So so any any new big trains on the hit list? I haven't I haven't seen any new uh chat uh questions come up in the chat, but I wanted to know is are there any strains high on people's hit list at the minute? I think Seasman just released a new Poyote or something. I mean, speaking to Tom at Seedsman about that. And I think we might be getting some of them in. See if we can grow them off. Nice. But I haven't really I heard of anything new, man. That's... No, no, I mean, I've, I've done that, that multi-strain by Dutch Passion, which was all new barring one. And from that, I'm now doing the blueberry. I'm going to give that a proper go. But new, mm. new strains. There's, there's loads I'd like to do, but ones I'm realistically going to do, no. I'm going to run the blueberry, then I think I'm going to run the XO again, and then... Now, see, see, we stick to our classics and reliables, you know, shit we know about will perform properly. This is it, yeah. Go for these new ones, you never know what's going to happen. Let, let a few hundred growers grow them out first, and then we'll see what happens when. And if it turns out well, then I'll pop some. <laughs> you know, let that shit be seen first. I want to see a few people grow it. But the old school shit, I've got my uh, blue cheese up and running now, and I'm back to blue cheese. Can't fucking wait till this shit's done, man. Big butter blue cheese. Mmm. You've grown that before, right? You've grown EXO, so it's I've, similar. It's similar, yeah. I've heard it's, it's almost as close as you're going to get to EXO. Yeah, yeah. So it, it must be worth a look. And what's the other one? Um, the Exodus by Greenhouse is similar. So, yeah. Right. Yeah, but yeah, it's definitely a classic, the Big Butter Blue Cheese, man. That's definitely Yeah, something. man. I would Can't love to like that. Wait. That's on my hit list. I mean, there's a lot of strains, as I say, on my hit list, but the reality of me actually doing half yeah. of them are pretty slim. I want cherry pie. I'm not going to lie. It's been it's been floating around on my list for a long time, but it's like I think the F4 is floating around now, and yeah, that that's like cherry flavor. Ah, I, uh, I want to say dark horse genetics, but don't don't quote me on that. 
there's so many people doing shit in there. But I'm sure once you start searching for a certain strain, you find somebody who's done predominant breeding on it and stuff. But mm. um, yeah, I think cherry and is some money to add to my list. Just because I, I, I got the grape kind of covered with the legendary punch. I just kind of want something tart, but still sweet, but not Asian orange fucking tart. I just love sweet weed. Sweet, fruity goodness, man. That's what I like. I never liked that, really. I like the, the, the more heavy, like the hashy, peppery, spicy. But well, I'm also I think I'm a that's big fan it... of the Asian Orange now, so I have gone through yeah. it. Mm. I find the cherry pie, if you've got the right pheno, can be like hashy, but like the dark hash, old school kind Go of... Go on, like, Bob. Yes, real yes. indica, heavy hash. But yeah, I, I, it's just flavorful as well, man. Like, yeah, I'm also super, there, super jealous of Grumpy's squirt. What's the squirt? I haven't heard that one. But there, Bob Hall there, look, Bob Hall is a, he's popped some Barney's blue cheese as well. Mine's blue cheese is old and reliable, man. Like, yeah, and it's, it's I was looking back at one of my groves and it's like literally one of the best buds I've ever grown, this blue yeah, cheese. Yeah, that is my best grow. Uh, 23, I got from my big blood of blue cheese in 2015. That was under HPS and shit. I think I can outdo it with the uh, the ish, mm. but we'll see. Oh no, to tell you, them lights are now beating man. Like I said earlier on about mini, them lights are smashing HPS up. And you know, from being a hardcore HPS fan for a very long time, it's it shocked me because I've been at all the LEDs changed over. I tried, I tried all of them. I tried the butt mask, butt masters. I I had every brand out there, but it was blurple light. But now I'm at the ISH. I've got a new one for prototype and I'm very confident in what I've been looking at and testing out there already that it's going to smash my poor parabolic shade up I love my parabolic man it makes it look old and tired now but... yeah I know man I've got a nice parabolic as well and it just sits in the loft and never gets fucking used and they are beautiful things no I mean you, know? you, just, you always go back your stickers but it's your sticker collections you can fit on them I don't know what mm-hmm. I'm going to do with all them but yeah, I'm 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 definitely in the LED. I've been in the LED camp for a long time. What I've been waiting for is something that a certain type of LED. And lucky enough, yeah. Invisible Sun he said, "Do you want to do this prototype?" I looked at him. It was like, mate, <laughs> yes, because that that is exactly what I've been looking for in a light in an LED light. Not to say any other LED. It's just like you know, it's like you have to like what you, you're doing to enjoy it. And I just see it. I was like, yes, and it is banging, man. It is so. I cannot wait to see the results. In in a very similar kind of weird niche, um, I also I don't like the orange heat sinks, but I love the black ones. As weird as that sounds, like I'd choose a black heat sink over an orange one, even if the specs are exactly the same. Yeah, this is what fits in your head, isn't it? This is <laughs> this is the mad thing about it. What fits in your head, and then they, they, they start the strips, mate. It, it to me, even though I know you can we can measure it. The other LEDs, they're out there and they're doing the coverage, but actually seeing the entire area completely covered with strips, it's like, I smile every time I look in my window. I'm just like, oh, look, yeah. So in my tent window. But it's what you've been dreaming about for like your you grown know, life. See, like, Invisible Sun don't even know this. And I don't know if you've been listening, we've all listened. But there was a set of lights out long before Invisible Sun never joined the forum. And I was nearly bought them, and they, they, they were exactly these strip lights. GMO knows it, because I think everyone was like, no, 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 too much money. Like when I first set up out there in my big room, and you've just given me that exact style of light. Obviously, it'd be much more up-to-date chips and 
I am a very, very happy bunny. So massive thank you and respect to Invisible Sun, man. Always looking after us. So, yeah. Sorry, just browsing through chat. Everyone's boasting about their certain cuts and of stuff that I want and I haven't got. So I'm just. I can't gonna... see chat. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to be fuming for a minute. No. <laughs> Uh, so Pat mentions apparently kerosene crash from DP. Wow. 50, 50 euros for one seed. I've never heard it. Heard of it, but I'll uh, give it a search. Dutch passion. You want to make sure you know fucking germination's down if you apparently know what you'll see. Mate, what is going on? My computer's having a professional fragging out now, just to let you know I can't see the chat or nothing. I don't know. Have you got your no. Zoom on full screen or something? No, no, it's just I don't know what's happening. Oh, wow. Okay, so, yeah. it's brand spankers, man. No, no, yeah, okay. long. Okay, no, sorry, um, I'm talking about this kerosene crash. It oh. is a, um, a, a GG4 cross male sherbet. Interesting. Um, yeah. So that's Dutch passion, yeah. DP, you said. Yeah, Dutch passion. It's a. Like a brand spanking. Well, I'll tell you the two strains that I've done that had the sherbet in it, I think with the meringue, and I'm not quoting on this, but meringue and mochums, and they were mind blowing plants, man. So I like the way they're playing with these new, the new American genetics, and they've got them mm. dirty, beastly old European monsters to mix them with. So just too much fucking limonene and everything nowadays, man. <laughs> you don't like it, do you? <laughs> <laughs> Go on a little rap. Fucking lemon in everything. Get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> But the sherbet thing, like the tang, is what I call it. It's not, you just know, it hasn't got a smell, but it's two plants, yeah. yeah then two plants had that, like in, in bucket loads. And that mochums was like meaty, but sweet tang. It was mental, man. Full, full props to Dutch Passion for what they're doing at the moment with these new strains. And as I say, they are mixing it with their old school brutes and their old school monsters and their old school reliable genetics. So that kerosene does, to pun, excuse it, please look like fire. Like, yeah, but I, I assume that's kind of what they've done for it. But yeah, it does look to, in, in, real good. I have to email and, Tony and Dutch Passion tomorrow. <laughs> well, the, the thing is, they've held back on the wave of the big US strain stuff quite considerably because yeah. they put put the fucking work in is the reason. Like, So yeah. you can kind of pick these seeds up and be like, well, everyone else did this six months ago, but it's because they put the work in for that six months, six, 12 months that you're getting reliable, stable genes. Right? It's not outdated, it's stable, it's worked. Right? I like that. Sorry, little rant over. Yeah, here. no, it is. And, and that's what you can trust with. Look, a lot of breeders come and grow, and a lot of today's breeders will end up um, being the next big breeders. But the ones you can trust and that you know are the ones that have been there and are there. So they're the ones who put the work in. If it was they were banging out rubbish genetics and crap, say just just in it for the money side of it, then they wouldn't still be where they are. So you can trust, you know, breeders that have been around a long time. And it doesn't mean that new breeders won't be in the same position in five years' time. And a lot of them are already. A lot of them are making a lot of ways for good genetics. But so minefield seeds. I mean, we've done that before on here, haven't we? Seeds and genetics talk. It's always a good one to cover because I find it changes quite quite quickly because. Breeders can have a good wave and a bad batch, and then there'll yeah, be a yeah, certain yeah, exactly. strain that'll pop up, and you'll be like, "Oh, actually, hold off on that because it needs a little bit more work." So it's a nice topic to go back over and over. I find. Yeah. 
Because you know what, people jump on the bandwagon and start digging people out too quickly as well. That pisses me off. You know, people that will go, oh, this and that, well, this one wasn't this or that. But then, as you say, something else comes out or they're offered a free pack or something. And, oh, yeah, I'll do that one. Yeah, lovely. Yeah. It, it pisses me off. People are too easy to shit on people and people's names or companies and shit. Man, one people are too experience. emotionally attached to it when it first happens. Give yeah. them six months and then get them to write up a review and it'll be a lot more balanced. Exactly, yeah. You know, it's like... it's like, And then it'll be it. well cured as well because they'll, they'll be pissed off with it, chuck it in a jar, hide it behind the back of everything else and that'll be like the luscious smoke in six months' time. <laughs> I'm expecting that with my pot noodle auto. Like, I just finally took it off the stems today. I'm going to chuck it in jars and just hide it. Like, it's not worth me work like trimming up so it's just going to be a really nice cure for Christmas time. Mac, you there? Yeah, so I'm, I'm rolling a oh. cannabis cigarette and reading the there chat. There you go. I can't, I still can't cigarettes, see chat, man. Uh, oh, shit. Well, Richard D said he's got a, I got a pack of five beans, only one popped, and died the next day in the propagator. It's fucking Ooh. lame, man. You, uh, I mean, he's hard to get. He's Richard D from Growing 420, mate. I don't yeah, believe so. He, no, he was no. the one who mentioned earlier he had trouble... Um, yeah, yeah. Info from yeah, um, but no. So it's just landing in. It's like what what medium are you in, mate? Are you using a strong soil or something? What are the temperatures like? It, it's tricky with germination as well because it's like the weather can change and everything just lines up and starts germinating right again. Yeah, like, this is why I, I just like to soak my seeds for a few hours. Maybe they're sinking, maybe not, but it's just to soften the shadow bit, and then they go straight into the medium. And I'll put plastic cup over the top and they'll pop in a few days, man. They just do their own thing. You just keeping it moist is important, but not too warm. You see, heated propagators are a problem. We use heated propagator before. Yeah, nothing pops. Just, nice it's, like, it's summertime, it's not necessary to use a heated propagator. It's yeah, even in winter, I'd go as far as say it ain't necessary. Just stick it in a cupboard. But you think about seeds out in the ground. I mean, what is the temperature even five millimeter below the dirt on a night, on a hot summer's night? You know? It's, 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 people yeah. put, it's a plant, man, and we all do it. We've all done it when we first started, but too much into it. Mm-hmm. Just, um, yeah, it's, it's mad. That's what people do, man. You just, just get on with it. They don't be more. The harder you make it, the harder it will be. Heated propagators or trying to do fifteen things to germinate it and all that. Which one's my avatar? The immune mushroom guy. Don't know. My computer's still having a complete. No, uh, green, green fingers. He's like, can we get Mackie's avatar on forum merch? Evening, twisted. Yes, twisted has landed. This man. We're gonna have a fake Mackie. Have to get a fake Mackie. We have to get rights <laughs> and purses. But we can sure we'll just get a t-shirt, man. Change the um, color of the hat. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, Greenbeard asked about balancing a res for auto feeding. How do you keep pH and EC right in a reservoir? You recirculate, yeah, and you GMO, you recycle. Yeah, man. So what, 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 what do you do? I don't. I think swing's natural. I just kind yeah. of bring it back into line every few days, as long as it doesn't go too far out. Right. It, it so only helps takes to uh, it up every few days. Yeah, I find, well, I, I'm going to steal the term that was used earlier but as long as you only top up the volume of the res so if you've got a 20 litre res you can top up 5 litres 4 times and then just swap her out I'll let mine swing man I'll I'll set it with down to whatever I'm at flower 5.8 and let it swing up to 6 in 
in uh, flower, I set it to 6.0, let this thing up to 6.2, 6.3, and then I'll set it back down again. Over four days, I have four days to feed at a time, or five days sometimes in flower, and just I, I let it swing. You're giving it a nice mix, in you? You know, I, that's the thing with like, say, if you if you leave it set at the same pH, then you know it might not might just not be getting enough of something, or just too much of one thing. Let it swing through, man. Yeah. Again, as long as it's in that acceptable range like if you see 5.4 start sweating and do something about it if you see like above 6.4 like again start sweating do something about it but as long as that swing's not happening daily and you get 0.1 ish every day or so or 0.2 sometimes then that swings all right as long as it's not jumping about the place the plan's sorry just mate. like consistency man if you just keep things consistent they'll adjust to it you know, they'll be used to it. If it swings between them pHs, then they'll be used to that and they'll be happy with it. You know, well, just give them full access to everything, I find. Yeah, Coco, that's the big thing. Consistency. And it's just like staying consistently within that range is all you need, eh? No, I've just made you a host here, because my internet is really bad. I just want to disappear. Ooh, be warned, you might all get hung up on. That's it. I'll keep, going, <laughs> I'll keep cutting out. Just let everyone know if I do disappear for a minute, it's because I'm throwing the, lap, the uh, laptop against the wall and setting the PC up. Because it keeps screeching cool. out on me. <laughs> uh, welcome, everyone, in chat as well. Um, I'm a bit slow on saying hi to everyone. Yeah. Got, it's really bumping in there, and I'm having, having to scroll back up quite constantly. I can uh, see chat now. <laughs> um, I should stop smoking so much before the show starts, but it's like 9 p.m., man. I'm already like half ounce into my stash by this time today we're going live it's like everyone be quiet just here gmo's bomb bubbling away <laughs> just getting prepped man um there was a, there was a question um somebody mentioned hormones which is kind of a an iffy subject anyone got feelings on them We've all got feelings on hormones. Ooh, yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was fucking such a geek joke. I'm, I'm actually, yeah, yeah. I've, sorry. I've got, you've given me a semi Mackie. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> sorry, man. Sorry. At least you got boxes on your picture today. I got a nerd lob on. Like. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, mate, not really. No, I, you know me. I, I, I don't really look into that side of it. Same. Um, Fuck that shit. I don't need to know about fucking hormones, man. I know you need to know about nutrients, put nutrients in the thing. I don't need to know about fucking hormones. They, they can do their thing. I don't think there's anything I can do to change it anyway. You know? What can you do? Can you get HRT for plants? <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, though, you probably Yo, can. can if, you, if you look into it properly, you probably can change it up to your benefit. But that's what I said before about... Uh, what is growing to each individual person? Someone that wants to go into all that, brilliant. You know, some people. Yo, oh, yo. GMO, GMO hold on a there. second. Do female plants have estrogen and male plants have testosterone like mammals do? Yeah, I think I think it's different com compounds. But Matthew's in the mm -hmm. chat; he might be able to cover that for us. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to throw it out to somebody who, who actually knows more than me. Let's like, go, Mafu. You're on the spot, mate. Yeah. Uh, but there's a two minute delay, so let's uh, carry on. None yeah, There's only like seven seconds, I think. It's not long. That's ah, not too bad. Wow, the screen's changed as well now. All right, let me try and get my picture up. What is going on here? Oh, I don't know. 
I'm just having an absolute nightmare today, man. Mackie, I swear to God. Mackie, no. I like that. Just just Mackie, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> you got to ask these questions, man. No such thing as a dumb question. Right. Elaborate. Elaborate, though. Don't just leave us with no. Uh, I, I, I'm not going to pronounce it right, but it's like florigen, florigen, florigen. When they go into flower, they, they produce something that make, sounds like flower to make right. them flower. Basically, yes, but it's different chemicals. A rose by any other name would still smell as sweet and all that shit. I'm so poetic. You hear that? I think I've broken <laughs> something. Where, where's Kino gone? No, I'm here. I'm here. No, he's here. He's here. This is like almost scientific, so I go quiet in these bits. And no, no, hold on, Kino. You have to from the YouTube chat, mate. Uh, like, yeah, I, th I think I pressed a button. I think I pressed. It should be back now. Is it speak of you, gallery? What did, what did you I do? Don't, I don't know. What did you do? <laughs> PMO. <laughs> don't give me powers, man. You should have learned. Bad, man. Man. This is your like... fault, Kino. Don't blame GMO. It's like giving a monkey yeah. a gun, man. You can't blame it if it shoots somebody. I'm, I'm giving you a host back right now. Like. No, don't even talk to me, man. You're going to just ruin everything. I am now the host. Let's yeah, get rid yeah. of Jimmo. Goodbye, Jimmo. Bye. It's Kingdom. been nice, people. For some reason, Thank you, I everyone in chat. It's been, a, it's been a pleasure. <laughs> yeah. oh, I've got us on live tonight, lads, so I've done, I done all right. But no, this is that stuff I was on about, Grumpy. Jesus Christ, there's a the name. Right. We were talking about ways to... Um, I can't remember what it was now, but there was two, I was talking about two different substances that an outdoor grower told me to use once. One was called chit chitozan, chitozan, and this stuff here, grumpy. Would this stuff also have another name as brass, uh, brassicillin or something? I don't know how you pronounce it, mate. Steroids. Yeah, just go this, for the word we know. This is it. So yeah, I had this stuff in powder, man, and Jesus Christ, they they, they sent it to me. It was like raw, and like, I bought it from some chemical place in America. So I was told to get it. It was like, don't use too much of this. And I was like. Use 0.01 gram per litre or something. It was a mad, like, stuff. I've put loads in. Jesus, mate. Like, the plant stretched, like, four foot in between the two nodes, and I had to kill it. It was some mental, mental stuff. I never touched it again. But, yeah, I just I haven't seen that name. I, I'm always trying to remember that name I'm talking about, it, and he's just come out of it there in chat. So. See, that's, that's the joy of these chats, man. That's why I like getting people together, because sometimes things just link up, where it's like, I didn't know that, and all of a sudden... Yeah, you got a bridge between little islands of knowledge. Sorry, getting all hippie shit. Right? Ignore me. So I can't get my avatar to display this week, man. It it was up for a minute. GB Sonny's getting a new laptop. He's right. I'll speak to Nook. But yeah, sorry, we've got any more questions? I'm completely now I've got chat back up, I can see. Does being male or female alter the hormones in different ways? There we go. <laughs> well played. Well played, Mackie. Well played. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it's interesting. What? I didn't hear. I'm starting to go again. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I, think, I think the weed's just kicking in for everybody right now. We've all just hit a stoned moment. Hit the brick wall, man. Got to push through it. So my avatar, man, what, what have I done wrong? Why is everything bad? <laughs> I don't know anymore. Well, why has my avatar got a yellow line down the fucking thing? 
Don't see that? Look at that. What was that yellow line there for? I must have put that there myself. God damn. You do your best proofreading when you've done, you know? <clears throat> All right. Yeah, I don't know the answer to that question. Sorry. I, 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 would, lo I would love to be enlightened. But... Great question. Thank you. Thank you. Came up with that one all by myself. Well, yeah, hor hormones are interesting, man, because even I, I, I find it interesting because even changing the lights to 12 12, we're kind of use, using light as a plant growth regulator, if you want to really broadly use the term. And that's just kind of what hormones are, if you want to really broadly kind of blanket the term or, or tar paint it, whatever. Right? Just make See, it I... go the way you want. Like, the same as we do when we when when you top a plant, you hope everything's going to grow balanced, <laughs> right? Oh, what did I break? Oh, fucking hell, what did I break? What you want about GB? I'm going to check Percy's now, make sure it ain't broke, man. <laughs> I think he's oh, talking, about, your talking about the avatar. You say, yeah, fucking hell. This, this is the way it is, man. It's like, broke what broke? Quick check. This is why I don't sleep. This is why I'm <laughs> on the verge of losing my mind. <laughs> it's always twitching. It's like fucking tweak out of South Park, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really losing my mind, man. I lost it ages ago and I give up looking, so fuck it. What's next? We have more questions. I oh, know here here's Matthew saying some stuff. I would like to see some analysis. Hormones are wankers. I live with three women. That, that's all you need to know. <laughs> Who said that? That's from Greenfingers. <laughs> Oh man, the pangolin hunt. We had the pangolin hunt over at Percy's. Monkey managed to find him. Now, Monkey found him, but he didn't want the book. He's like, I don't really do books and shit. So, so then I, I removed him and he left the, left the hunt going for a while. Mm. Nobody could find him, so I called it off yesterday. It was fun, but I think it was a bit too difficult. Where'd you put it? Bro, I found one of your pizzas yesterday, like, man. I don't fucking know where I put it. I forgot where I put it. <laughs> I found you Kino's pizza from last party <laughs> yesterday. You find it? Yeah, yeah, man. I keep finding bits of food search, search for <laughs> add, adding flavors to weed or something like that, and oh. there's a big pizza at the bottom. Like, what the fuck? Oh, <laughs> it all dawned on me. So he's, he's Mr. Man done that, but he actually used some like food terminology with it, which is quite clever actually. Well, yeah, yeah it's like you, you can't you can't click the pick either. Oh, sorry, I thought you were saying he was um clever with how he put the pictures in. Yeah. Oh no, yeah, yeah, but I mean, he didn't. It wasn't just like he randomly just went through and stuck it somewhere. He obviously put some thought into it. No oh, one could yeah. find any of I, that stuff. I just meant you—you you couldn't even go into his gallery and choose it. He'd chosen yeah. random internet images, so yeah. you couldn't like source code to find them. Like, yeah, bastard, outsmarted me. Right, <laughs> mate. Who the parties we used to have? Well, we still do. These questions, man. It'd be like a real good party. Fire his question up, and like every stoner's brain would just break. And have like 10 minute low in chat where everyone was just like, what the fuck is that? Mr. Man's quizzes. <laughs> just random shit that no one could get. But we're going to do a party soon, actually. Coming up, we're going to do a summer party on the farm. 200 seeds in two hours will be given away. And probably a yeah. line and a tent, man. What the fuck? So. That's more than one a minute. Yeah. Because that, don't, don't, the... yeah you'll be doing a competition. So don't... I'll be watching and laughing. <laughs> you lot doing the competitions, is it? Now we're going to do a few. Yeah. We're going to do these, we're going to do these Delegation. Parties. About three or four times a year, we're going to be doing these parties now. 
we've got a load of new gear in, so we're going to be doing it. With great power comes great responsibility, man. I don't know. I'm looking at, forgot, well, I'm going to say how many things I'm looking at, but there's a lot of tents and lights in this bedroom. If I just deleted myself off the forum, there's lots of seeds in the bedroom. <laughs> no one would even know. <laughs> I could disappear. We've got about 3,000 seeds down. It, it would just be a news headline. Man found with ten thousand plants germinating. <laughs> you know, surrounded major, in man. tap roots. <laughs> uh, we've been looked after of late by the sponsors, man. It's, it is. We've got, I've got, I'm gonna, yeah, we've got a lot of stuff. Just very. In fact, I can't open any of it. It's really like. Can you imagine getting like loads of like growing gear sent in and you can't open it? I have to just look at it, and it's on top of my wardrobe yeah, as well. So I just have to look at it while I'm in bed every night. Tents and lights everywhere, man. Have so, a good day, monkey. He'll probably, he's already gone by now. Let's see you later, Monkey. Adios, mate. But yeah. yeah. Nice, nice for visiting, Monkey. Thank you. What were you saying? <laughs> I'm well baked out already, man. Yeah. yeah I don't I'm know if it's We're smashed up this week. What's going on, lads? We've got to liven it up. Right. There we go. Bending your plants is hormones. I, I believe so. Right. Bending your plants. Yeah, man. If, oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to kind of say I don't need to know about hormones is... I don't know. We we use them without knowing we're using them. So yeah. you may as well. And that's know. why you don't need to know about them. <laughs> you don't no, need to know the no, names man. of them and shit like that, you know. It I think it's helpful, man. Know if you're what picking they up... do and how to induce them it would be a good idea. Yeah, if you're walking into a nutrient shop, uh, into a grow shop and you're picking up a bottle, what are you looking at at the end of the day, right? And NPK pretty much. No, how shiny and colourful the label is. Well, he he knows looking at the mills per litre and how many weeks he can use it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Lowest mill per litre possible, please. I have that one. (laughs) But then, what... what, You'd still use quarter of that. (laughs) What kind of MPK are you looking for then, Mackie, when you're looking at a nutrient range? I look up for the one with the uh, the C-A-N-N-A on it. That one. That'll do. Yeah. I do. I don't, I don't look into it too much. I don't know what kind of. I've got a rough idea of what kind of A and B has in it, but I don't look into it too much. You know, so like the research has been done, man, and these people know what they're they're talking about. So I just surrender my my questions to them and let let them have, knowing that they've already answered them. You know what I mean? Just use the canner, knowing that it's a good ratio. I'm, I'm very similar. I mean, I, I looked a bit more into the more because I was burning my plants up with protein 14. So I like that low ratio PK trickling in. To me, it's a boost. My plants are in flower. I want them to have a boost while they're in flower, the whole time they're in flower. But I don't want one that's going to, as you spoke about earlier, burn them up. So that's why I like my low ratio PKs through flower, but not. Uh, yeah. Uh, Greenbeard's starting on the snake calls now. Where's K-Bag? He, he, he's secretly K-Bag as well. <laughs> <laughs> he's secretly K-Bag. It's just different people on each forum then. Snake calls. No, it's, it's, you know, it rocks resonator, yeah? It's expensive, and I wouldn't be using it for just the sake of using it. And Balls is now using it religiously. It does work, man. Definitely, definitely. The smell and, and the, the resin is like slime. Early flower. I've never seen anything like it in my life, man. And yeah, it is expensive. Small grows, no, big grows, yeah. But it is a low pay, low ratio boost. You can use it throughout the entire thing. A photo thing. Uh, oh, well, 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 God, go away all. Um, throughout flower. And I, I guarantee anyone to use it, there will be a difference between the plant using it and the plant not using it. It's on a side-by-side comparison, 100%. It does definitely do something. 
but is it is is it too expensive for what it is? I don't know. I don't know. I love the stuff. Quiet. Yeah, I haven't heard good things about rocks. That, that's not. Oh, this, no, no, this no, no, not rocks. Not this no. discussion yeah. before. Rock, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rock yeah, nutrient and right. rocks is di- is very different. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, I don't. But use the rocks, thing though. about rocks itself is the the compounds in it aren't it. Like majority of them aren't dangerous. It's just when people get overzealous with what the label says it will do. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh shit, man, twenty percent enhancement. I may as well use fucking five times the amount I should. Yeah. No. That's the point. No, and that's the problem. It's the idiots in society. I say this a million times on the podcast. Someone will put it through a five mil per liter, and it will just dirty taste, make people sick when they smoke. Well, don't fucking use it at four times the recommended dose on the label. I use, I have used PGRs. I use it to stop stretch. So if I've got a really, really like stretchy strain, I will use zero point five mil per liter, which is like not even a quarter of what they recommend you use, because I find yeah. it just stops them dead in their tracks. But only when I have to. But then you'll have some idiot go, oh, I want to grow 10 kilos this one. And you go and put it through, oh, you know, fucking 10 mil per litre and wonders why everyone's throwing up and being sick or whatever, you know, getting ill. It's fucking yeah. idiots, mate. But, but yeah, that's no, why I think it's need not not needed, but necessary sometimes to have an understanding of some of these hormones. Because oh, yeah. if you want to stall stretch, there's a hormone that does that a lot safer than a PGR. Yeah, exactly. Like, and being able to like define which one does what is a, a skill of its own like but it is not necessary for everybody if you want to go start to finish with just a and b it's more than possible but if you get to the point where you're like i actually need to stop this type of growth happening it's handy to know what hormone is going to do that hmm. just to justify the knowledge there we go Oh, I was just reading Greenbeard. I think he's definitely K-Brag. He's trying to mess my head up now with confusion in chat. These two have You're a lot of similar traits. Although I am a fan of the DGC. What the fuck is DGC? Is this some TV show people watch? Uh, you know. boys are clashing with the DGC, says Noel. Well, we've got rivals you don't know about. Yeah, but Do they're probably need... like on TV with be... million dollar budgets. Trolling them, so, mate. Yeah. Trolling people. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we should turn our TVs off. He's going to go quiet now. He's all sitting here just waiting for an answer for like half an hour. Grumpy, grumpy, grow up. Not grumpy, it is. No. Green beard, green beard. It's Noel. Noel said, is that, that what he said? DGC. What is a DGC? Yeah. Wow. DG, I think some kind of TV show. We're clashing oh, with no. I think it's like Devonshire Growing Channel or something oh. like that. <laughs> oh, I'm <grows>? No. <laughs> Other people grow cannabis. <laughs> no, mate. Where are you uniting the, the content, oh, the, man? It's the Dude no. Grow Show. Oh. Yeah, Dude Grow is in the village, man. What are you on about? <laughs> the do, yeah, Dude Grow. I didn't know Dude Grow was on. Is it? Oh, he's on at the same time. I, I, I have to check him out. I haven't. I'm going to go have a look and give him a sub, man. Have a look. Dude Grow Show. Is it, should, why does that end with a C? Or am I just really high and not working stuff out? Maybe channel. Oh, okay, uh, yeah. Greenbeard's on quite as well. No, he's back. Though. He's there. Do grow. Oh, God, I just need to go to bed. Right, back to growing. <laughs> yeah, stop promoting other channels on the channel, man. What's wrong with y'all? <laughs> See, we got, we got Matthew rude. Martin saying, uh, cytokines reduce stretch and originate in, in the root tips. So, again, like, kind of like I was saying, just knowing the word cytokines, nice to know 
if I'm struggling with stretchy plants, that might yeah. be something you're looking for in your nutrient range. Like um, later on, uh, uh, Grumpy mentions what nutrient you, range can I have that in? Well, that's uh, probably worth googling. I'm not going to throw stuff out. I don't have a clue. Um, yeah, you see, it's like to know that amount of information. It's just a bit deep. It's possible, you know? though, dude. We've you've got all the information you'll ever need in the palm of your hand uh, yeah. if you charge it. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> uh, yeah, don't get me wrong. No, my, my phone's Google. been charged for the last few days, man. I've been pretty good with this shit. It's been on and, you know, I've been emailing a lot of people and shit, so that's pretty cool. I've been sending a lot of emails. It's good to have it handy. It's on right now, actually. Look, see that? I know you can't, but yeah, it's on. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. Google's a bit of a bane to knowledge because you think you'd understand something because you've read it a couple of times, and I'm super guilty of this myself. But it's also really good to be able to check yourself easily, mate. Well, I, I just don't really go into too much detail with things, you know. I like to keep it simple, so I don't have to go and check. I do if, if I'm unsure or something, then I'll say that I'm unsure and I don't know. There's nothing wrong with saying you don't know. No, this is because everybody has information in the palm of their hand. You can always ask Google, you know. It's, yeah, it's, it's, you know what I find is I, I pick up things better practically. I've always said I'm more of a practical grower than a knowledgeable grower. Right. So but by running into an issue, actually going through an issue where I would need to know that I would need to know about this hormone. I, that, that hormone then becomes part of my my, my growth my grow toolkit, you know what I mean? That, that's the way that I, I do it. You, so, you literally don't need it until you need to know it. And that's, that's not saying, a bad yeah. thing. That's yeah. really not a bad thing. That's how experience grows us. Like this is what I always say about the 1%, and that's how you pick up these 1%. Like you said, a brilliant example, the rocks, PGR stuff that we mentioned earlier, that stuff, 20% harvest. No, nothing gives you 20% harvest unless you're growing in the dark and you put a light over it for the first time, like 20% more increase. But the 1% add up. So these 1% in GMO's head, and like Grumpy Grow is another one that's just mad shit in this man's head. One in chat. He says in chat himself, he's a nerd. It, he is, and so is GMO. That's why they get on so well. But the point is, is these little 1% they have in their heads. And I pick up these 1% when I get into a problem. Or someone might not even want to know the 1%. It doesn't matter. It's how you enjoy growing. But I do enjoy picking them up. I just have to be needing them at the time to remember them. Yeah, That's it's also how people learn, them, man. Man. Personally, I find I learn a lot by discussing stuff. So that instead of me having just read it, I've talked to somebody about it. And I've kind of got their understanding as well to yeah. help me grasp it. But... Again, it, like you say, it's not really understood until it's applied, and that's really what what my garden kind of became. Like, it's just a test ground for all the shit that I, I'm scared to put into my grow space at the minute. So, I think it, for, for me, it's more like you know, I've learned so much about weed in the last ten years. You know, growing in all different mediums, reading loads of different shit. I've learned so much, but I've forgotten so much too, because yeah. you just don't use that information. You know yeah, exactly. And, it's like something, sometimes you would read something, you'd be like, oh, yeah, that's the fucking one. Because you've read it somewhere before, but you haven't used it for fucking six years, seven years. You know, that information was learnt and it was in the head, but it was never put into practice. You know, so it just, example. it all fades away eventually. And you just, you get used to what you know and you stick with what you know and you, you kind of perfect your own system. I, I think uh, also your knowledge rounds you. off. Like you stop using <clears throat> the specific terms and you start talking about what it act, what it does for your 
for you grow mm. like you don't have to be so specific if that's not the environment that you're discussing it in constantly like we did we do deal with a lot of new growers which i have to gauge my audience better because i do waffle on a fuck ton like but new growers need things to be more basic before you start constructing the more complex stuff having a really solid base some of them do like to go complex and shit but i think some are a lot further along the chain than they than than we give them credit for yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. some people just start out and they're already growers to some extent anyway or pick things up quickly or have been in that nature like you get horticulturalists can come in and do their first cannabis grow and blow your mind but it's a completely different approach to what we've been used to Right. This is what I was going to say on this. Is is you know a lot of people probably like you said to me once. You know I, I put myself down a bit because I, I, I'm not. I don't know a lot of scientific names and shit, but I do know what I'm doing. So I'm I'm probably doing something like you said that would be classed as scientific or or advanced to somebody. To me, it's just second nature, like an aspect of my growing. But everyone's doing that. Everyone's doing it differently. And the point is, is some people just wouldn't even realise what they're doing is actually quite advanced. As you say, trying to explain that to someone who hasn't done it that way. That's, that's why I say I'm practical at what I do. Like, if you tell me how to do... You could sit here and tell me about doing something tomorrow to, for my roots, it would help. And it would not stick in my head. But if I needed to do it, and I had to do it, and the reason I had to do it, and then I want to know why I had to do it, and the reasons it would work, boom, 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 it all matches up. That, that, that's sort of the way it goes for me. But we all are doing things, pushing boundaries in our own ways, in our own growing styles. So, and all your grow rooms are unique as well. It's like you can't take the rule book and apply it to every single yeah, exactly. situation, man. Like we all have different humidity, different uh, CO2. Like there's real small variables that we're not even looking at that change shit. Your nutrient range, I, I'm sure it was mentioned earlier. Your nutrient range, if you're just accustomed to using something, your grows will all have that kind of undertone from just the products that you, you're using. Like. Mm. So there is massive variance in how we all do our thing. And there's a bit of an art to just making it work in your space. It, it, yeah, Matthew Martin said there about, you know, learning how to read your plant is the most important thing. And that's what I agree with. You know, it doesn't matter what yeah. books you're reading. As long as you learn how to read your plant, uh, you'll do fine. Yeah. Like the GMO <clears> said, it goes to that. It's really learn to read your plant in your environment. Like I know yeah. a GMO plant now by looking at it. I know a bull's plant just by looking at it. I'm sure most people would know me by looking my plant, looking at the training style, or look at my or on the forum, look at my plants. You know, and it's the same. You have to learn how to read and judge and you know keep them healthy in your own environment. So you could take my feed schedule and the way I do my plants and put it in GMO's groom, and it probably wouldn't be anything near the same just because they're different environment, different lights, different um, air movement, different humidities. It's a thousand factors that come into it. That's why there's no set rules. That's sort of why I love it. That's why I love this yeah. is, is it doesn't matter how much someone thinks they know. And you hear a lot of people that think they know a lot. And if they that you put them in my setup, they're probably not going to do what I'm doing. And the same if I went to GMO setup, I probably couldn't touch what he's doing. Because he, he he knows his setup. He knows his, his environment. He knows his system. He knows his strains. It's we've both done the same strains. And tell you, we've got very different results, you know? You mentioned so, strains, though, man. It's like people come out of nowhere with a strain you don't know and just smash the shit out of it. And it's like... That that strain just never worked in my space. How the fuck does yeah, that exactly. work there? But it's like, yeah, it's, disco. it's just dialed in for different places, man. The, the disco. Oh, yeah. I've done, <laughs> done a disco. Fucking didn't work in mine. Not like it does with you. Jesus yeah, Christ. It's just, well, completely. Di- I, 
like you say, we've got different styles and mm. I think you react to your plants in different niches to your environment as well. Yeah. Like, I'm a big fan of a tactical default myself where yeah. you'll throw in a dehumidifier if you can afford it at the time. Like, yeah. So, so the, those niches change your growth style as well, I find. Right? It is, yeah. So it's, 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 that's what I love about it. I love that no one can really... Everyone, someone can be an expert and know everything about it, but the practical side of it is completely different for everyone. And that's what I love about this hobby because, because it's different for everyone. Everyone has to come up with ways of different ways of doing it. And that's where forums come into play. We're not leaf picking to show the best plants. We have to show how we're doing it, why we're doing it, and where we went wrong. And by doing that, I'm showing you how I'm dealing with that environment and that temperature at that time of the year, lights on at this time. I can hear most of everyone doing the same. And you can learn so much by watching these people do their thing. As I say, I know a GMO plant now. You can show me 10 plants now, and I'd pick GMO plant out. And I could do that with a lot of our members because they've had to adapt their styles to do their thing. So, yeah. Well, so have we all this... seen that there's a Ben and Ted movie coming? New Ben and Ted movie. I can't stand them too, man. I do my fucking brain in. <laughs> everybody seems a bit excited about this. And I'm like, uh, you're going to go cinema and watch that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what are we going to do, man? Is, is the cinema ever going to be back? They ain't going to be no. back until they've got some sort of vaccine, is it? No, nothing, nothing's going to change. What are they talking about now? Do you see them admit today if they'd shut down a week earlier, there'd be half the deaths? Fucking hell, did they admit that? That was him on TV today, yeah, I think. I see it on my phone, him sitting there, so it was on the news thing. They admitted. The thing is, is because they know the numbers are going to start coming out. This is what this is the bit we're going to start to see with this pandemic and this virus is we're going to start to see, because people now have the information to go, you were wrong, you did that wrong. Mm. We've so. got a question from Matthew here, which we missed. Fox Farm Ocean Forest, should I cut it with my weaker garden soil? Uh Fox Farm is nitrogen 0.3%, potassium 0. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. N 0.3. P. I can't see it from here, man. I've got to lean forward. 0.05 and K just one. So um, I don't know. I'm That's a soil, difficult bro. one, man. I don't yeah. know soil. I know Fox Farm is very popular over in the US. And if it's popular, it's popular for a reason. But um, for me, uh, over here, using can of soils when I was growing in soil and using basic bog standard soils that were just meant for growing vegetables, I was so much easier growing it in bog standard soils. Especially growing from seed, I would definitely get something bog standard and just water it down a bit because you can always add feed to it. Yeah. If it's too hot, you're just going to fry the life out of it. That's right. That's so. what I'd do, man. I, I think I'd cut it if it was seedlings just to be, fo- just to be sure, you know. Yeah. And do you know what I found over here? Stop the American one. You're good. What's the American the, one just popped in. The um, what I find with seedling soil over here is it's very sandy. It's as if like they're cutting it down with inert material to make it less hot. Right now, I don't know if that's that, that just could be my way special way of saying saying. But I've noticed that the do when I buy dedicated seedling soils and compost over here from like the the garden stores and that it seems to has more non-soil shit in it and i think that's how they're getting around the fact of not having it too hot so i just stopped buying that and i just started using the cheapest yeah. bogs over here we've got a place called b and q and we at verve i just use that what, what what i love about soils a cheap soil especially with canna if you buy a can of soil they put all this in it to make it better and that's make it better 
if you buy a cheap bog standard saw, you know that there's only got the very basics in it and it's going to run out soon and then you're in control of the feed. Whereas mm. in a saw that's loaded up with all different stuff that's meant to be can of super can of soil. But I'm not saying they're bad. I'm saying is, is if it runs out of, say, something first and not the other, then your feed's got both of them components in it. You are overfeeding one to help compensate the other, you know, of, of the what's in there. So I never got on with saw though, man. Like why I just said that, um, it's why I don't move to cocoa because I'm in control of the feed. So yeah, this uh, is why I do cocoa. Yeah, just so much easier to know what's going on. Yeah, very little guesswork. So sorry, did you got, go? yeah, got got distracted reading shit. Um, I don't know Fox Farms, uh, but I'm under the impression that the ocean forest is the hotter of the the two. Kind of, you got Happy Frog and the uh, ocean forest. Um, so if they're established and feeding happily you might be all right but it again it kind of depends on how happy the plants are really if they're seedlings i'd cut it just to be sure it's like kino said <clears throat> you know you can always add food you can't take it out once it's in there so it's much it's really easy to overfeed a seedling and shock it to death in I've seen a lot of a lot of like off the shelf bags of soil over here are just too strong for canning seedlings anyway i've got no idea if it's the same over there well, that's it's because we it's supposed to go fruit and vegetables, isn't it? Which needs more yeah. food than the habitual plant that this is. They don't need as much food, does it? The ganja. No, I mean, sure. Like I say, bog standard. You know, it's going to run out of food soon, and you take over. Whereas you've got a loaded one, then you know you've got something that could run out of certain aspects of what the plant needs, but but not others. And then you're trying to, yeah, it's just mind bending stuff, man. As I always say, a consistent soil grower is a much better grower than a consistent cocoa grower because it is a lot, lot more into growing soil and keeping it consistent and healthy. Yeah, so I think we're all agreed. Don't flush it. Cut it with something if it is hot, but it should be right if they're not seedlings. Yeah, yeah, pretty don't, much. Don't if, it, it. if it's seedlings, cut it. If it's not a seedling, if it's just a transplant, then you should be fine just going straight into it. <laughs> no one agrees with Grumpy. No, you can do it. It's just risky. It's just, it, you just don't know how strong it is. If you're not too sure if the seedlings are going to survive in there, then don't take the risk. Yeah, but at the same cut. time, research, research, research. If that's the sort people are using for seedlings over there, we're UK growers. Mm -hmm. We don't have access to the same yeah, stuff, yeah. then it probably will. There's, there's a lot of sores over here that we would recommend mm -hmm. to people using for seedlings to start them. Well, this but is I, why you'd use potting mixes for small plants, isn't it? Because it's got less feed in it. Yeah, that's it's saying. easy to shock a young them, plant with too much food. A lot of them I found that the reason they've got less, like I said, like the sandy. I don't know if you do you know if you noticed that at all. Because you've been through it buying a lot of stuff. Seedling compost and stuff. I avoid seedling <laughs> compost, man. Go for multi-purpose and cut it yeah. yourself. Like you say, fuck seedling sandy. compost. It, it's because they're using shit perlite and then it sits on the back of a lorry getting crushed yeah, and yeah. shaken. So all the perlite's just getting smaller and more granularly. Like, it ends up really yeah. like a real heavy, isn't it? Real heavy, yeah. soggy, and stodgy. Yeah. A lot of them now are using um, quarried uh, sand. Yeah. So it's tumbled with sandstones until the sandstones break up enough for them to shake it through a grate. Like, so yeah, there is a lot of different shit going into soils at the minute. Um, B&Q Verve went through a real bad stage, but it's kind of iffy now. You get a good bag and a bad bag. Um, I had stuff, honestly, it was like the, 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 the runoff from the bottom of the pots, there was lines of sand moving away from the pots. It might have been sand, it might have been, as you say, that perlite ground to find dust. It was just 
I kept killing my clones in it. My clones kept dying in the ceiling stuff. It, well, that's the problem with Perlite, man. It, it ends up getting heavy when it's a really fine dust. Yeah, and it, that was it. It just clogs everything up. It was like clay, almost. It was, it was a real thick, nasty, would not dry out for nothing. It was horrible stuff. Yeah, I call it concrete, man. It's, it's, um, I've moved on to rice holes myself. This is kind of what I was going to say. Um, Ollie said it in chat. Cutting, cutting with cocoa is really, really good. Right? You're adding organic matter that's eventually going to yeah. break down and shit, but you're also adding that like um, water retention. So cocoa is a, ma- a real good thing to cut down with, especially if you're not sure your garden's still all sterile. Yeah, um, that is a good, good one. But again, cocoa's banging stuff if you're going to chuck it in your compost heap because that stuff will turn your entire compost heap into just perfect potting soil. Like, mix it with a little bit of aeration, like rice hulls, and yeah, it's fuck, it, it's black gold. You know, like I'm thinking it. about doing something like that with my soil. You know, I told you about the soil that's been building up in the back garden for ages, mix it with a bag of cocoa, man, and that should parker. It'll be usable, I think. You know? Sweet. Well, it is, man. This is the thing about <laughs> compost. It, it, it's, it is black gold because you end up growing. Well, if it grows food for you, man, how much money is that safe? And if it's growing weed for you after you've bought that soil once, it's only a free medium then, isn't it? Right? You've just lost another overhead of having to grow. Right? Massively, massive savings, man. It's not massive. It's like £15 for a bag of soil, man. It's not. It's not like. Uh, but if you look a at stupid amount. If money. you're looking at anything at scale, like as soon as you put a mark up to stuff, it, it's an overhead. If you can reduce it, then it's only gonna benefit in it. Our biggest overhead is always gonna be electric, but we're in the UK. Like until climate change gets its act in order, right? We gotta deal with that shit. You know, we need to get a little bit more tropical up in here. Keep Get all the tugboats back and drag the country down around. to Jamaica. I don't like heat. I'd rather winter all year round and pay to heat the group. <laughs> but adding more light, <laughs> that's my way to deal with it. I hate summer, man. I hate heat. There's somebody there putting their mix up. Nez Bazinga. Ned Bazinga. Why not? Yeah, this is, this is what we're saying. This is the, I'm just reading it now. Oh, homemade charcoal, dangerous. Um, mm. Sorry, um, charcoal can potentially steal nutrients if you're not preloading it with stuff. But dude, sounds like they know what they're doing, so I'm not going to mm. even touch it. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Temple Grower's got a, a decent living soil mix, and people are enjoying using that. And that, that gets him all the way through the grow as well with no nutrients. That would be nice, man. Would you, mm-hmm. I, I like the sound. I, I, try, I tried them, but I've got, you know, I've got some sort of infestation. Now, to kill them, the uh, Royal Queen, them pellets they use, supposed to do like 10, 12 weeks, aren't they? I haven't yeah. actually tried them full, but I mean, for auto growers, that's got to be a real nice one. Because that, mm-hmm. that, that should, should do, you know, in a bog standard soil, should keep you going. If I was growing soil again, that's probably what I would go to. Would be my go-to at the moment. While I tried to get my head around living soils and organics and that, but just don't float my boat. I, I love my cocoa, man. 
grumpy stir and shit today. Don't worry about him. We'll see you in there, dinner. Yeah. Hydro versus Hydro soil. soil. <laughs> 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 we're all literally middle ground. We're we're all like cocoa. Like, yeah, we're cocoa, man. It's like we we'll do we'll it just do a bit of on how much time you got. I think you know if you haven't got time to tend to the crop every day, then you better just go with soil because you only need to water it like twice a week, maybe three times a week. No, nah, I so think that's as soon as you're in flower, a pot should be full and you'll be feeding every day anyway. What, in soil? Yeah, man. It depends on the size of the know, pot, man. but yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, again, I think it's kind of semi-foolish to go, oh, you only need to uh, feed a soil plant twice a week. It's like, no, nah, when, it when they're drinking the hard, This is the way yeah. I see people growing in soil. It's not like I grow in soil myself. But when I see people growing soil, they will leave a day in between water and at least they don't water every size, day. Though. When I was using 20 yeah. litres, it was like... A lot of the time, using... if, and if you're saying over the average of an entire grow, yeah. But when you're getting towards the end, a lot uh, in the right environment, 28C is pretty hot for a pot of soil just to sit. It, it doesn't last long with a big old plant drinking from it. So we're talking about throwing in many factors. But most of the time, soil growers will not water every day. They'll water every other day, <clears throat> maybe every three days, depending on the size of the plant in the pot. Grumpy was I just saying know. about commercial US guys going back to hydroponics to meet with strict uh, strict controls, I think it was. Um, Spartan would be one to talk to about that, mate. Um, I'd love to have Spartan back on the, the growing diaries again, but to talk about this sort of thing. Last time he was on, we were just sort of in awe, <laughs> I think, me and GMO. But it, I know that where he works, they, it's Coco. He does organics at home in Coco, so he's got a real good brain for the two. And one of the reasons why they do it, we never really got down to that, I don't think. One of the reasons why it is Coco for commercial. We ran out of time, man. We just literally, like you say, sat there with your mouth open, like, mm. can listen to this dude chat yeah, for hours on shit. it. He's a good guy, as well. He's a cool guy, isn't he? Yeah, yeah man. Uh, such a positive vibe. Like, mm. most positive dude in the scene, isn't it? Like, it's what he's saying. Like after the show, he sort of sat at me and Joe. I was saying to Jimo, like, I, I just feel better for sitting there. <laughs> I mean, it was mad, man. Yeah, it's big up Spartan, man. <clears throat> there we go. I can water a gallon and three. Oh, fair play. San Kino, lots of product failing contamination tests with soil. Mad. So things see that that's why they're going to be so far ahead over there is is to know the fact that they is able to be widely tested and the, even just the oh what's the word brains going um, the regulations they're putting on the growing I mean it's making everyone have to think about the way they grow whereas a country like this you don't you know especially commercial growers are just trying to make money. Was it Spartan who said um, using can of cocoa gave the make them made them fail heavy metal testing. Oh, I don't know. I can't remember I, who said I that. I believe so, yeah. Somebody somebody said that. Somebody said using canna cocoa made them fail heavy testing nutrients. The nutrients are fine, <clears throat> but using the medium made them fail it. So I don't know how extreme them measures are and how how stringent them tests are. The the part that kind of got me and stuck in my mind was when they were approached <clears throat> for, oh, your medium made, not made us fail, but your medium failed a, a test after a grow was like, well, if you've got to do tests, go to a different medium. It's like, whoa, hang on. Yeah, 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 that's, that's right. Not, yeah. yeah, that's not what you want to hear from anyone, in my opinion. Yeah. That's, no. yeah, that 
kind of shook me for my confidence in Kana. But yeah, um, it is what it is. Still using Kana Coco. I, I did move to Eco Thrive for a little bit, but that kicked the shit out of my seedlings, man. Seedlings do not like that shit. So it's I just gone back charged, to it? It's got loads of shit in it. It's you know a little bit too strong for him, I think. Yeah, so they're trying to, to transplant the into, but not to put seedlings into. It's yeah. Sorry, they're trying to just um, make, they're trying to do the stepping stone between cocoa being a hydro and a more soil. I think it'd be a good one for doing dry amendments with. But like you say, you need established plants going into some that hot. It's gone quiet. Yeah, sorry. Re reading, reading. Um, he's asking, how do you dry if you don't have space? Just hang it up in a room. Just choose a room. One that's not that's too populated too much. No, no. You know, I just hang it up in, in the grow room. And there'll be just, I mean, right now I've got a plant just hanging above me, just there. It's, it's you know, sometimes you, you just don't have the opportunity to take things seriously, you know, <laughs> when, it, when you don't have anywhere to dry you can make a cardboard box and cut a hole in it and put a pc fan in it and hang it inside that you know, use a closet you do whatever you can you know it's not going to change it too much it's better to dry in the dark but you know it's like the jamaican guys sun dry their weed outside and they prefer that so degradation man it all depends it what, what you're going is, for as well huh? if you're looking to mm -hmm. keep your terps then yeah look low yeah, slow in, shit the in the dark with the cold you know if, if you're looking to couch lock the shit out yourself, chuck it on a hot rock in the sun and get all the CBN you can. Right. See, different ways of doing everything, you know. Depends on your means. Uh, well, on your end game as well, because you've got so many compounds you can be after. It's like, which mm -hmm. one are you trying to preserve at the end of the day? Or what do you associate with a potent bud? Do you, do you, are you a flavor chaser who's looking for them really low temperature terps or are you looking for something that's going to couch lock the shit out of you so you can kind of just let it run and go wild uh, Cody's in there he is yo Cody yeah. Cody Jones breaks for a boys. storm yeah he's got a storm coming his way apparently he's got plants outside and there might be hail so he's crossing his fingers right now hoping that his plants don't get kicked the fuck out of <laughs> You know, imagine hailstorms, man. The size of them hailstorms mm. smashing down on your plant. Um, Where's that over? Standing there using your body as a shield. No! <laughs> Trying to catch him out the air. <laughs> like, fuck yeah. you, little bastard. Everything's going in slow motion because you've got concussion from the size of these golf ball size hailstones whacking you in the face. Um, hey, I will put a picture up of like a football size when I went through someone around where she was like through a roof come through the roof through the ceiling and still in one piece on the floor like a football damn wise man it's scary shit climate change is not real <laughs> <laughs> no man the thing about texas is they've been dealing with golf ball they fucking football size hail for decades yeah like, it's, it's, it's mad it's in the wild west she knows she, she, she was like having this like, tornado thing and it's tipped up down. Like, she she be going downstairs or anything. She's like, no, 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 it's a regular thing. Then like, it takes out half the next town. And it's like, well, yeah, it happens here. It's like, We're British, hell, man. man. We're mild. Like, I, saw you say it, I saw you say it in chat earlier. Yeah. Everything in the UK is just super mild. Like no Animals that will hurt us, no weather that's going to hurt us. Yeah, I'm trying to tie them up, but what can 
we use to well, the chat's moving what can we use to cover them i don't know, fucking anything mate anything that's just going to reduce the impact of massive hailstones hitting them uh, I'd say maybe. Do you get green garden netting over there? That'd be my first guess. Yeah, I'd use like a net curtain on four poles, like as a shelter over the top or something. Yeah, so, search. <laughs> this sounds really fucking bad. Search, search narcos Mexico. <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, it's only because it's first thing that jumped into my mind because I searched it yesterday. But yeah, they use like green garden netting or like black garden netting, moth net. Yeah, that's what you want to search for. Moth net, because that shit's real fucking heavy duty. <laughs> it's real fine grade as well. Anthony Joshua right now, then deal with hail. You know, <laughs> fucking less surface impact taking a punch from him than smashed by one of them. Fuck that. You know. <clears throat> you know, Green, uh, Green Bee is asking, how do you force the couch lock to affect GMO? How do I force? I, I don't really look for it to be uh, too much, but when I was making oils, I found that pe- people who were predominantly looking to get knocked out would have a lot more effect from a heavily cooked oil, so processed to more CBN. Um, I think he's more referring to when you were talking about uh, whack the ganja on a rock in the sun to increase the CBN. Yeah, again, it is degradate, uh, uh, like degrading THC in it. It takes a long time and a lot of heat, so. Um, it's all about following that path of heat and time in it. That's all we're kind of doing. Just catching it at the right point, slow it down to uh, slow it down and cool well, it's it down. Well, the light that degrades the THC, right? As well as the heat, man. And again, time and it oxygen. decarbs it. Like, it's not, that's not the same um, thing, right? It, uh, it's all part and parcel. Heat, heat speeds up the process. Like UV is does damage the chemicals. Yeah, but but if just, you put it on a rock outside, it's getting the same amount of UV it was getting when it was standing there in a the field. It's getting same sunlight. It might get more heat because it's on a rock, but that's the same thing as decarboxylating. And if you're smoking it, that's not going to make a difference. I uh, I don't think so. I I think yeah, you're crossing over almost. So your decarb is like rushing the curing process and releasing the extra like carbon molecule. No, no. You actually decarb yeah, it yeah, in a yeah. bag and in the dark, as long as it's done for long enough. I, I found that. I didn't no, know I think, But I like a uh, decarb trim. can be done in a long period of time, like over months letting all the air escape and all that shit, let the processes break down. But you can yeah. do it quick, quicker than quicker, yeah. in an oven for yeah. like 40 minutes or something. I don't know the temperatures. I was adding my trim. I didn't realize it was it was decarb. But I found that see, out. It's, I mean, it's, it's only like necessary months. to it's only necessary to decarb to that extent if you're using shit for edibles because when you're smoking, it gets decarbed while you smoke while it gets blazed. You know, but if if it's not reaching up to that them high temperatures, then like when you're using oils and edibles when you're making dry ice hash and shit like that, you, you know, it's good to decarb first because then the THC is already decarboxylated. You know. But when you're smoking, that, it, you don't it. Need you're to not. Make... You're not usually giving it the long curing process. Like, if, if you're processing it for that kind of use, it's usually fairly short term. Like, in the short term, like if you're making hash brownies, you do your decarb like the day before or whatnot. Like, if yeah, you can decarb you, fresh, but yeah, if, if you're curing a ball of hash, you just stick it on your shelf for six months. Mm-hmm. Like that decarb's still going on. 
I mean, don't get me wrong, you, you get it to a point when you're doing the heating and rolling, but you're only looking like 60 to 70%. There's still a natural process that needs to go on for shit to break down. The heat, it, it's all, yeah. The, the degradation is going to happen. It's the natural entropy of those chemicals to process their way from one way to the other. Heat's only making it faster. So, yeah, but heating is essentially decomp, though. The same as curing would be if you looked at it at a grander scale, like. Right. Because eventually you're getting from the point of, of THCV to degradation to CBN. Which, which the light does, which the sunlight does. But how, how do you speed up the fucking couch lock effect? That's what he was asking. I was forgetting what the initial question was here. So I was going to say, was, did you mean that like, with a harvested <clears throat> bottle, do you mean with a plant? That's, that, that's what I sort of... That's it, because really you need the amber trichomes for the yeah. THC to degrade to a certain stage for it to get the couch lock effect, right? See, I, no, yeah. I, I don't believe so. When, when you're looking at cloudy trichomes, that's when you've reached production peak. Um, no more clear trichomes are being formed, so like nothing new is being formed. When you're mm -hmm. starting seeing amber, you're starting to see the degradation from the cloudier stage. So yeah, you've still got the compounds people associate with a couch lock, but it's not necessarily saying that's more potent. It's just got that chemical combination more. Yeah. If you wait longer, yeah. then it will get heavier or you can heat it up. Like, <clears throat> but you just need to carry it on that path of degradation. I'll grow for sleep for years, man. I just, I just, for exactly that, I used to overcook, overcook it growing wise. Um, let, just let it go longer. Whereas, you know, obviously like Captain will, will harvest it like seven weeks. He likes it all trippy and shit. As we said, you can get completely different effects on the same strain depending when you take it down, which is quite mad. People don't realise yeah. that, I don't think. But the way that I'd do it was just let it run a little bit longer. So you make sure you've got as much of it to, you know, the, the best it's going to be, as in um, cloudy. And so I normally flush around 10% amber. Is when I would start to flush, maybe. Yeah, I, th I think I think the best the reason why we do that though is to ensure that that other ten percent in clear, you know, because it's yeah, exactly. like I don't want no clear in Yeah, so I want I think no clear in get ten percent amber because that pretty yeah. much ensures ninety percent milky, you know, so instead of ninety percent clear, ten percent, ninety percent milky and ten percent clear. Yeah, as few clear as possible. Now, can I? That's where I go as well. You know, ten percent yeah. amber seems good, man. No, I mean, I used to go longer than that, to be honest. When I used to smoke just for sleep, I would be... I remember like, the, the, the EXO was, was ready in nine and a half weeks. I, used to, I took that 12 weeks once. Wow, that must have been lovely just, at 12 weeks, man. Yeah, man, it, it really was. And that was like a saw grow as well, so it had a bit more flavour to it. Mm. What, I was, what, what I would say... And did it work? Did the amber trichomes... Yeah, like, everyone was saying to me that it, if, everyone was saying that it wouldn't do it, it wouldn't change or anything. No, do you know what, though? This is the thing. The EXO is a really strange one. It doesn't really amber up. But yeah, I, had it takes ages, I had a lot less clear than I did. Um, than I did. Um, it's nine and a half weeks to ten weeks. I'm nine and a half weeks from flip X, I mean, it's ready. But I took it that bit longer, and it was stronger. It was, and, and I, I know I, told, I was smoking that exclusively for a long time. So it's um, you know, it's like, is it part of the ripening process as well? Though you know, when it's releasing more cannabinoids and more resins at the end, does that? compensate to it as well like the entourage effect because it's got different cannabinoids yeah, in there do you get a different effect be, from it is yeah, I mean, the trichomes doing it yeah well is it the thc specifically doing it that makes no mate listen i can tell you now there's going to be a thousand things we don't even know are going on 
Yeah, for sure. For, for sure. a long time. But it's just like, I, what blew my mind when I was researching terpenes is terpenes will affect the way that it crosses the blood-brain barrier. How mad mm. is that? So the, the flavours, the essential oils are affecting how stoned you get by the way that the body's using the THC. There's a thousand things we will never understand about this plant. But as far as you want to understand it, it one day, man. You see when AI yeah. comes along and it's like, yeah, I've got this shit. We'll know everything about weed then. Well, AI will. And then we just ask it questions and it will tell us the answer. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll just good. say that I, I look more for I don't look for amber necessarily I look for no more clear trichomes yeah that, that's the way I go for it like amber's almost a bonus for me waiting until production's peaked yeah right. it, it's inherent because tr some trichomes are going to form a, a lot earlier that they're going to amber off eventually but again I'm just looking for no more new production Right. You know, it's like you can tell by the smell as well. You, you notice how the smell changes when it when it hits that point. The, I, I don't know, man. It's much more pungent, and it, there's a smell when you plant a flower, but when they get to the end and they're, yeah. they're, they're ripening, they just smell so much more thick. And it gets, yeah, it's the right word. It's a musk, isn't it? A musky. But, yeah, you get like you were saying. You get a different profile at the different stages. Yeah. yeah. Harvest early, harvest stressed. Like you're getting lemon terps because that's the plant's kind of natural defense to some of these stresses. Like there's there's ways to bring out certain flavors inherently by making mistakes. Like, but, but before you move on from that, one thing that I'll say that I've seen a lot of, not, I don't see it so much now, but back in the day was people going by pistols to harvest. Yeah, now, that pisses me off, man. Because you, you it's all just know old now. school shit, and it? It's old yeah. school shit, yeah. But I mean, a lot of people have that in their head. I'm only saying that because we're now talking about when to basically harvest it. Don't go, it, but go by trichomes. So let it's the, a the misconception, man. Yeah. Right. you got you got to come, come to terms with it because we do have to enlighten people to it. It is still very prevalent in, yeah. in mm -hmm. growers' minds. No, there's no what? More in stoners' minds. Stoners, like will know so much even though they've never grown. That's one of the funny things about it. But so many things will, will, you can, can cause a pistols to go orange or die, go nasty, or so many things can cause a plant to fart, start throwing out fresh white pistols at week nine. It's just, just strange, just genetics why some plants will do that. You know, so what do you do then? Do, do you think, oh no, I better go another nine weeks? Or, no, just go by trichomes. I know it's off topic, but we're talking about harvesting no, based on trichomes. You're bang on. one of the ones like... that piss me off, man. You see people giving that advice on Instagram and shit. The, so people give that advice still. Hold on, people oh, give mate, that advice. No, they, they do. There, oh but my gosh! The bud picture I've got up—that those pistols or pistols or where, however you want to pronounce it—they were majority white, starting to change color when it was harvested. Yeah. But it's had two and a half, near three weeks, so it's almost at the well, start of the nice curate window, where it gets the flavor back, and now it's starting to look like a well cured bud. Because it was harvested within my window of like, it, you can see it's not actually started to amber off in trichome yet. It's still got a real cloudy shine, but the pistols have all caught up to where the buds were. Right? Yeah, I mm. I get offended almost because you get so much more information from watching them in flower. Yeah, and no, no, it's just bad. To, I mean, it's it's okay for new growers to assume things like that because that's what people might. Of course, I'm not thinking them out. I'm like the idiots that don't know. When people issue. give give advice when they don't know what they're fucking talking about, it's just crazy. That's why I sit here quiet sometimes. You know, yeah, if I don't they, know, they I'm believe and... they know. That's the harshest thing. Like, yeah, but it's dangerous. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and try and make up when you two are on about something I don't know about and try and make up like I do in case someone in chat listens to it and goes and fucking does it because I don't yeah, know what I'm talking about. So I just sit here. 
I sit here, I'm learning at the same time. A lot of people, like we said, leaf pickers. It's just a, I love that term. They'll come up with it. Leaf pickers on social media. They know everything. <laughs> they know everything. They've grown thousands of strains, but they can only show you pictures from the last six months of a the growth. They've read a cut, watched a YouTube video and read two articles. They're now fucking expert. I'm not saying where actually. I, 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 yeah, it's called it's, new grower anxiety, man. That's what it's called. It, it's yeah. uh, the term which we used to have back in the old place. Mm. It's like when you get the new guys come along and they just fucking just start ramming too much yeah. info down their heads and just it. learning before they understand. It's you know? Simple, man. Keep it simple. It's Keep a it plant. simple. Take your time. Learn slowly. You make less yeah. mistakes that way. It's, it's a plant. Don't, we've all done it. It's just not like that. That's what the that's beauty of the forums is. is you can see we've all done it, so don't do it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? When you I can watch people's way, diaries. Man, hang out in the A&E section of a forum and you'll <laughs> see stuff hands-on that as it, as it progresses as well and how it's fixed. And you don't have to have the issue yourself, but you've seen it progress, so it gives you a little bit of a foot up. Like, uh, going and researching stuff well ahead of the game isn't necessary a lot of the time. You only got to be one less ahead of the teacher and the student, you know. Yeah, but you only got to be learning about week two when you're on week one, man. It's all good to step by step. Having on week two, learn about week three. Shadowing someone's (laughs) nice, like, or seeing something and being able to link it to something you've already seen in somebody else's plants again. It's just quite a satisfying moment, and you'll you'll feel yourself progress a lot faster and be more confident with what you're seeing. Bad plants are the way to learn, man. See, seeing all the goods just does shit. Right. It's no fun effortless growing. Yeah, you need a little something to happen to keep it interesting. Especially when you've been doing it for a long time, you know. Dunning-Kruger effect. What's up? I'm just reading it now. So I don't know. Upstairs, I can mute it. <laughs> oh, I'm sure I read that earlier. <laughs> when Grumpy Grower pushed me into like six different rabbit holes and I was like trying to scramble around before the show. So I was like, uh, yeah, I'm sure I read that on something. Has it, has it got to do with commercial hemp production and how they feed? I think that might be something. <laughs> I'm sure they were talking. That was on one of the graphs. That shit hurt my head All for right. a minute though. Right, have a good one, Cody. Thanks for popping in, mate. Make sure you yeah, take care of them plants. We will hold you responsible for damage. Drop a like before you leave. We'll hold yeah, you to it. Don't forget to like. Another countdown. You ready? Uh, Three, two, one. Do it, Cody. The cost of listening. Oh. Just waiting now. Waiting now. Tick, tick. Who blanks you, man? Oh. What is it? Uh, I've heard that some good ones. For, for infinite good luck in your grow room, hit the like <laughs> button now. He <laughs> 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 oh didn't do it. He didn't do it. Uh, now Cody, man. You left him hanging. That is just that uh, is brutal, I'm going to send you back here, Cody. I'm going to send you back here, man. Tell you, I'll see him all come on the fucking. There he is. That better be you, Cody. Comment in the chat, Cody, and let us know that was you. No, Otherwise, I'm going to send you back. Someone just feel bad for you now, and I've just done it for him. <laughs> you know, I don't want to hear Mackie cry, Left man. You hang it, man. <laughs> it reminds me of caramel waffles being refused at check. <laughs> fucking uh, caramel waffle bastard. Yeah, there he is. Good lad. Nice one, there son. There you go. <laughs> oh, happy days. Right. I've just rolled myself oh, shit. a cannabis we, cigarette. Are we, we actually creeping past the two-hour mark already, gents. I know, it's right. gone quite fast so. tonight, man. That's madness. And I'm still coherent. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if we've missed anything in chat, though. There's no way we've fielded all them, like... 
That's a good one tonight. It's quite a nice little free roll it with the, the, the uh, questions in chat. So, yeah. Yes, man. So don't forget tomorrow. I mean, we're not, we don't have to end yet. I'm, I'm good to go for a bit still. It, it depends on you guys. I don't mind. But don't forget tomorrow. We've got the dank tapes as well. So we'll be doing this all over again. Not yeah. exactly the same words and that, but probably the same subject. You know? <laughs> a bit more current events we do. I'm thinking. Yeah, man. We, we, we like to talk week, about man. all sorts of shit. Really, I've got, we've got grown dog. No, hang out on Friday as well, man. I spend more time Sweet. looking at this mic talking to it than I do my family. <laughs> it's true, it's nice, it? late. It's like three nights this week. And here is my beautiful wife. Hello, wife. I made you a cannabis cigarette. It's my term to, this week. I'm trying to be an upper class cannabis user. I'm not really. I, just, I always so call it a cannabis cigarette. I don't know. I just call it a cannabis cigarette because it takes the fucking piss, you know. Mm. One cannabis can kill you instantly. <laughs> you know. That, that should be a measure. One cannabis. One cannabis. You know, it's just these stupid fucking things you see, you know. One cannabis and his life changed forever. Like, no, it didn't, mate. Come on. What even is one cannabis for <laughs> Mate, it is I have to say, my favourite unit of there, measure, man. a buttload. Like genuine, yeah. genuine unit of measure. It, you've you've all got to use it, man. Bring it back. Well, is a that is that how much you can hold when you're plugged? I, I think so. Like Before you, in your prison pocket, is that? What I, <laughs> I remember I that term. Four hundred grams, oh, like <laughs> about the average size of like your morning dump. Oh gosh. <laughs> Your prison pocket. I just remember that. I heard, can't remember what the fuck I heard that, but that's fucking funny. I don't know. Grumpy's still staring Stash shit. Your prison you saying, pocket. Oh, no, you want to talk about computer. IPM? Like, what the fuck, man? It's a computer company. <laughs> <laughs> go away, Grumpy. Um, go and play with K-Bag. You're both as annoying as each other. I'll tell you what, I, I have to admit, I, I was harassing K-Bag and Grumpy to be here tonight because I thought it would be good. Yeah, but no, you like he's been on cry. the fuck, He's been on the ball, man. Right. He's cruel. Yeah, we got we, we hit a lot of likes there. Thanks for liking everybody. The, yeah, the second countdown must have worked as well. Thank you. No, it was the uh, grow room luck that they were all liking for, man. You got to promise them oh, infinite right. luck in the grow room. Right. Oh, was that what it was? Cool. You, if you, you, do, you, if you, you don't you. like this post, then you will not receive money for seven days. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be held liable for that shit, and plants start going tits up. You know what I'm saying? That's it. You're like, you, you see, my plants, when they, man. When, like... plants, when they start going yellow, just remember you didn't like this video. Resonance is powerful, man. Put put out positive vibes, and your plants will be happy. Did we just lose it? Think about all that crazy <laughs> shit. You know, you've seen them studies where people shout at the plant and it's like the plant don't do so well, but the plant that's all spoken to nicely and shit Mate, does really good. Yeah, I watch a lot of them. Full of shit, man. I watch a lot of them, man. And you know, I, don't, I don't know. It, it's hard to prove. It's hard to disprove, which Definitely. makes it more fun. You know, it's just, I, I don't think there is really any such thing as vibes. <laughs> I, I think the enjoyable part about it is. Why not? Because it's not hurting, right? Mm-hmm. No, it's just one of them ones. If people believe it and they want to believe it, that's fine. Yeah, but let people just... pray if it makes them get better people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I yeah. My missus once looking, I walked in the bedroom and she was looking at a plant up against the white at the back door, and I was like, "What are you doing?" Not one of my plants. This is like a plant from the sh- wherever she got it from, and uh, she was like, "I'm just trying to see what color orange she's doing some shit." I was like, "All right, that floats your boat, love. You keep looking at that plant." 
Oh no, I wouldn't have that shit for my missus. Yeah, it was. No, it no, was, no, that's in my house, man. I'd be like, no, you weird. take them fucking it was that weird, Reiki but... crystal bullshit out of my house, yeah. bro. It only lasted a couple of weeks, basically. <laughs> There's a thing, though, she enjoyed it, so she can sit there and look for colours in this plant. But to me, no, man. Yeah, it's a yeah. You know. It's a plant, it's, man. It doesn't, it, well, maybe it does have an aura, but you know, maybe you gotta take some like really harsh drugs to see it, like mescaline. <laughs> I think people are just more open to it than others. Yeah, that, that's all you got to define it by. We're all very different, and we all resonate differently. Some people may feel shit. Some people may not. It's it's all up to them. It's, it's like always, whatever, you, the vibes thing has right. some scientific backing. Everything has got scientific backing. It just depends on what angle you want to look at it. You know, you need to have proper scientific backing, peer-reviewed studies and shit, double blinded and all that. Man, I don't think vibes are real. I don't think any, you know, like uh, tests have been done, you, you know, <clears throat> when you can feel somebody's looking at you, it's like uh, all that shit's fake too, you know, it's like people don't know if somebody's looking at you and, and they've done tests with that. I don't know, man. I think, been done. I, I think there's a test outside the range we've looked at because at the end of the day, yeah, it's all energy being transferred. If there's energy being transferred, then there's something that you can, you can be detected. So there is some physics backing a sense for what bioacoustics yeah well yeah literally look at fish <clears throat> they they've got a line down the side <laughs> of their abdomen so they can feel the different water pressures around them so they can get out of the that's way water pressure that's shit. that's a physical yeah, thing no, yeah that's a physical so thing is that's air, so is electricity yeah, but, and so is perception of light like it's all physical when you, and when you look, at the same time when, when you look with your eyes that's not having an effect on the air around you no, but quantum pairing is fucking weird. Oh, come on. Now we're going on to the quantum <laughs> stage. Come on. You know when somebody throws quantum into a sentence, they're just about to throw bullshit at you. Come on, man. <laughs> It'll be backed up, but yeah, it, it's an the interesting amount, idea. Like, <laughs> And like I, I, I don't doubt there's, there's, there's senses that you, you will not be in tune to. Like what? Hey man, everyone's different. I, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm not, not going to limit anybody's superpower. You uh, you might be it? able to look at a plant and understand intuitively how it wants, uh, what it wants, and how it behaves. Or you might look at yeah, a child. That's also learned behavior, like, though. That, it doesn't never necessarily have to be able to, be. to do with that. Well, like I'm saying, you, that may not be your superpower then. But we see growers come on and they can pick up a seed and it just fucking flies, right? We're all unique, man. There's no need to limit it. Mm. I don't know. I just don't do superstition or any kind of, I don't know. It doesn't have superstition. to be, man. You, you can ground <laughs> it in reality. How? No, say we're we're all unique. We're all uh, an energy <laughs> vibration. Like there, there's ways you can justify it. Like, hey, you, I just got home. Watch up, purple thumb, OG. See. We got Aldridge uh, in the house as well, man. For the last half hour of the fucking after-hour show. <laughs> well, this is—it's like uh, well, it's coming to about six o'clock over there now. Yeah, it's just coming up to six o'clock. So I suppose everybody will be finishing work and landing now. No. TTL eleven. <laughs> you know, this, this, I said we bought the dank tapes on the cheap hogro today. We just started to discuss the crazy shit. I know, that's why I just went quiet. It's like you're going to take all of the material away for tomorrow. I'll talk about plants tomorrow now. 
<laughs> plants man, and their auras and their man. psyche. Some people can walk up to a plant and just smell that it's fucking out of sync. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't diss or, or, as I say, whatever floats people's boats, man. If it makes them happy, then let them crack on with it. Oh yeah, for sure, carry on. Yeah. But at the same time, I want to ask questions about it and be like, oh yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That that's what I mean. Where's your evidence here? Am I missing something? Do I need to learn something here about crystals? Or about they, they actually do shit. That there is aura around people. How do I figure this out? How do I learn this shit? But you know, there's nothing out there to say any of that shit's real. Well, you know, there's people who have anecdotal electricity from. is real. Like, yeah, but, don't get me wrong. Yeah, electricity yeah. is real. Oh um, no, I've, I've felt that a few times. I know yeah, that's, like, that shit's real. Like, <laughs> the, the resonant frequency of crystals is real in the same respects. Like, that's proven. Right, Just but then you're the talking about. The reaction a person will have has on something. Nah, man, you, you've you've extenuated my sentence. I was gonna say, like the the evidence is anecdotal about the the effect it has on people, but the placebo effect's massive enough. Like, True. if it works yeah. for them, let them be. Yeah, just don't same with flush, man. If if people want want to continue flushing their plants, I'm not gonna tell you it's wrong if you think it makes your plants taste nicer, because. You think it makes your plants taste nicer? <laughs> Crack on. Look at Grumpy Grower. If you grow real strong plants, they talk back to you. It's like, yeah, man. And eventually you start asking for blood and singing songs at you. And before you know it, you suddenly fucking see more, mate. You know what I mean? Oh, you've got to grow an Audrey, man. Something that's fucking like, like we were saying earlier, 20 and a half weeks veg or something stupid oh, just covers half your grow room. For that, man. I need weed, mate. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's weeks. never on your main crop, like... You need a side place to play, man. No, Otherwise, you're, you're, you just get stuck in your box. No. It's just, it, it would be nice to have the space and time to do something like that, but it's just not viable. That's what I mean. I'd love to play. I've always said I'd like to do, like, I'd, my ideal growing situation would be a 1.2 by 1.2 area. Like, two, point, two 4 by 4 areas, like a 2.4 by 1.2 tent. One plant DWC, RDWC, one plant on each side. But I ain't got the luxury of waiting for that long, man. Or mm. you know, if the amount of money and time I have to put into that much kit to do it properly, if my door comes off with the old bill, I'm going to lose it all. I had an yeah. Asian orange I held back for three flowering cycles, man. It was a fucking beast and it was called Audrey too. It's got to be done. Oh, I remember Audrey, like, yeah, when, when, you, when you've got one of them runts that you're like, I'm not giving up on it because the runts are always something special and it just hangs out for fucking mm -hmm. ever. Mm. And then when you let it go, it is literally just demanding. But you're in tune with that plant. Like it can give a certain shade and you're like, oh, okay, you, you'd want a little bit of this because you've been in, like with that plant for so fucking long. Right. But it is that language that you just pick up. Like, like I say, there's, there's learned and there's intuitive. I don't know. I'd say intuition is a learned behavior too. Part instinctual. It's too late. No yeah. shadow touch. That's me. I'm just skeptical as fuck. You know, I don't it's believe in any skeptical, kind of... skeptical, mate. You're not skeptical. Yeah, man. It, it, you know? it, it's good to check the, the facts and test the information yourself. Like, I hate how preachy about shit I've become but if the last six months hadn't been so um, positive in respect to the um, feedback from the shit I've been trying out I wouldn't be so preachy about it right. it's weird 
I mm. always wanted to be science and data, but there's some shit that I can't describe why it is. So I'm looking deeper, and it's even harder to grasp why this shit would do what it does. But yeah, it is interesting. See, it's difficult though when you're grown on small scale like we are. We really can't do tests. You know, That's what I've always work, said man. it's hard. But even then, like you know, I see people say it's been scientifically tested, but what did they have the exact same temperature for the exact every second of that grow that the, the pre- previous grow had? Was it the exact same? Mm-hmm. Was the light exactly that many millimeters from the you top know, leaf? And, and, and when you're growing a few plants at a time in the UK, then it's going to be a different time of yeah. year when you're doing the next experiment. That's what I'm saying, That's There's no such thing as a scientific. So much, you can't scientifically test the plants. You can, but I mean. There's so you need big many cells. variables. No, but even then, if you've got a scientific lab that completely controlled the temperature and you grew a plant and you grew it again a second time after that one had been harvested, were they exactly the same? Was there no space in the same? You was know, getting... what if you walked past one and had a negative thought? Well, that's literally the point, man. <laughs> that, that, that's literally the point of it all. It, it's interpreting the yeah. output the plant's given you for the input you're giving it, right? As long as you're always staying on top of what the plant's telling you, it's, there's no mm. point doing the exact same thing every time. The whole time we're just, just it just becomes like I mean we all grow in cocoa, you know, so you know what it's like, man. And it just becomes a game of numbers, and you just get used to it eventually. You don't even think about what you're doing anymore. You know how much feed to mix. You know how much pH to put in it. You know when to feed what, and you just just do it without even thinking about it. Remember the early days? But is that optimum for all, of the, all your seeds and all your genetics? Like, I don't know. I could probably expand on what I use and make it better, but I'm not disappointed with the effects I get right now. No, no. And that, well, that's where you are in happy in your growing, where Kino was definitely pushing what he could do with a certain strain, which mm. demands a different type of information that you're taking from the plants and recycling that. Like, drawing on what it took last time oh. or two yeah, or three times is... ago when the humidity was mad, mad you had to do this because it behaved like that like there's no, so many different my, my steps always, in the level it is always fucking nice man it always got good ass weed and I, i've rarely ever harvested less than three ounce off the plant and that, that's even autos man so uh, i do pretty well so I, yeah. I'd like to I go organic one day you know to the i just find it hard to set a bar when the bar's always moving clones or working with a strain gives you something that you can go this is the baseline and then i can work from variables just constantly having seeds turn through it's like i could have done that better potentially but was that just the genetics was it the time of year oh fuck no it's a city that's lost just a few posts up on the forum here yeah man growing is such a beautiful hobby there's so many different ways to do it that's what GMO said. GMO wants to look into in depth. I was, I like the numbers game where I was really trying to push a strain. Like, you know, you do what you do. That's the beauty of what we do, man. Everyone, yeah. yeah if it's not fun, then there's no point in doing it. But to be fun, it has to tick all of your boxes and we're all different. Well, so, that's the joy of the hobby, man. There's a level of the ladder for everybody's interest. Yeah. Like, you can it grow can it be, underneath yeah. a CFL and a wardrobe. In a, it can be oh, in depth, or it can be a massive scale. Like, yeah. or you can just, or, or you can be happy doing what you do very well consistently. Like, 
if you want a routine A to B, there's a range you can work out that works perfectly for your space. If you're looking to push the numbers on one particular strain, or if you're looking to push turps on something, then it, it all depends on what your end game is and what you're happy with, where you want to be on a run. Yeah, one day I wonder if I can do living soil <clears throat> proper, but you know, it's just always a problem. You never know when you're going to have to move your shit out. That's the thing, you know if, you're, if you're renting or, you know, as long as you don't own your property in the UK, that's why I love Coco. I can move it. I couldn't move a DWC, a 200-litre fucking RDWC tanks, you know what I mean? It, it, mm. There's just no way I could do it. I couldn't do that with four tonne of living soil, which I need inside my tent. It's just not going to happen. So with Coco, I can get rid of it. Man, the, my, the mycelium network in your space would be insane. Like, I'd love, I'd love to. You, mate, you'd you know? only have to feed like one corner, and like all the microbes would be like, just feed every plant from here. Like mm. it would be fucking intense. It's just not. Like, it's not ignorance about. I don't want to do it. As I say, one day I will do <laughs> some sort of like an organic grow, and I, I will do it. And once I do it, the practical side of the it will it will stick in my head. But until then, I, it's just not for me. It's because of my situation. I have to grow cocoa it is the best suited and what I can enjoy the most given my current situation and that's why it sticks in my head so it doesn't mean I won't I've already said what I'm doing next I'm you know when I move I'm going down to multiple very small tents uh, and it's very small lights and I want to really play I want to smash plants up I want to breathe a little bit I want to I want to play man so it'd be different though. I'll definitely have something sorted I'll have a saw v coco feet aeroponics or something like that like literally three 60 by 60s in a row how cool would that be <laughs> grumpy growers like my first grow was done with stolen street lamps in the 60s in a 1960s cupboard and tin foil <laughs> green fingers it's like gg is that not what we're doing now <laughs> <laughs> you're just making it more complex than it needs to be <laughs> you tell the grower 420 people in there <laughs> i mean leave the poor guy alone man he's <laughs> growing in tin foil for fuck's sake <laughs> He was. I know he's not doing it now. But um, yeah, don't grow in tinfoil. It's not a good idea. Don't do that. Uh, I just want to fly if I could skip the growing process. <laughs> you know, one day, I need never know, man. The way they work with these genetics and shit might just be a strain which flowers in four weeks. You should plant it and you've got weed in a month. You know, a season in a pot of water in the microwave. Three minutes later, it's a bowl of weed. <laughs> yeah, man. Maybe one day, maybe one day we would just three D print that shit, terpenes and all. My name's GMO, not not because I'm after anything special. I'm just gonna make microwave fucking weed one day. <laughs> yeah, man, remember man. the days people growing weed under the HPS from the lights, man, from the lamppost. Good times. Ugh. Right, lads, that's nearly two and a half hours. I'm melting. Yeah, man. It's been good, lads. Here, it's man. been good. Don't forget to like the video, everybody, and subscribe to Cheap Home Grow. We'll be back again soon. In like yeah, we'll do a this month. again, man. We haven't done this for too long, and we can't. We won't. We yeah, have to come we'll back. We do once a month. I think this every second Wednesday is sort of yeah, something we can we'll speak Shane. But as always, thank you, Shane, for having us on. Like he did that first time, and every every time since it's been it's a pleasure to be on Cheap Home Grow. Yeah, with, man. Uh, come and check us out at the Dank Tapes. Let me get a link for that. I'll get. I'll, I'll drop the link for the Dank Tapes in the chat so if you all haven't listened to us before be new listeners and you can drop over to the dank tapes and 
check us out there. We're there every week, every other week sometimes. Or, I don't know. We've been there every week with the lockdown going on. Come and subscribe. <laughs> yes, guys. We were just easy going, you know? Yeah. Just chilled. Just enjoyed talking about weed and shit. That's it. You check out saying? the forums, though, as well. Percy's growing, growing <clears> for 20. Um, especially lockdown. We've got nothing better to do. Come look at some plants, man. Show us yours and um, have a laugh. That's what it's all about. That's what we try and keep it all about anyway. Yeah, man. And audience participation always makes a big difference, man. We really appreciate everybody coming along and you just chatting along in the chat and offering us questions and things. Yeah. Don't underestimate how important it is. It makes the show flow, man. Just got dank tapes. Good man. Don't forget to like, subscribe. Yeah, Check big out shout out to Tell your friends. Support the cannabis growing community. <laughs> yeah, shout out to everyone who made it tonight. It, it's always good fun. Um, there's some big names in chat as well. A lot of respect for everybody putting their feed, uh, feedback in there and taking the time to listen to us just chat shit about stuff. Right. Yeah, man. It is a pleasure. We get to talk about what we love doing and people actually listen. So, yeah, it's nice. Yeah, right. man. Right. Yeah, thanks, everybody. Stay May high. your auras burn bright. Grow love. <laughs> Shanti, man. All right. Stay safe, guys. Adios. Peace.